Welcome to the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Your source for the latest on baseball, football, and whatever else he feels like talking about. Get ready. Here is your host, Jesse. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bacon Games Podcast. I'm joined here with special guest Brad. Brad, what's up, dude? Hey man, not a whole lot, you know? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not and, a whole it, lot to do around here. Yeah, things feel, things feel, you know, all the way, they just feel weird, man. You know, I don't go back to work in person until January 11th. Um, or, uh, or possibly, like, in, yeah, in person or ever, or possibly even later than that. It might be a full year I've been out of the office, so should be fun. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Should be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, today we're just going to go over um, the uh, th- just every one of the games. Um, you know, the normal stuff. We just go through all the games. We talk a little bit of fantasy sports. Um, I usually, I don't know if you're comfortable with like uh, doing the lines and stuff like that, but I normally do like, we'll like pick like who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to win against the spread? Does that all work for you? Oh yeah, it works perfectly for me. Perfect, because I like to bet. I'm now a degenerate gambler, so. Yeah, so am I. We're starting for, <laughs> for our podcast. We're starting our own little betting uh episode now so oh yeah hopefully that'll uh take a hopefully i can have some good results so people actually pay attention to it ah dude i get that i uh i, I really like i am i'm trying so hard <laughs> to uh to actually have like a decent uh like betting record but i'm up like 20 bucks and it's been seven weeks so <laughs> up is up yeah, exactly exactly so at least there's that um but okay so the first game on the slate that we have here is atlanta carolina the game tomorrow um i've got the line at uh three and a half and it looks like carolina oh two and a half i'm sorry two and a half and the line is minus two and a half for carolina how are you feeling about this game well see i'm a panthers fan already so okay i have i have a little bit of bias towards carolina all year (laughs) this year for our picks i've been doing i've been going against them because i'm i'm superstitious and i'm convinced that 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 me going (laughs) for them will make them lose Mm. it's been on and off obviously as they're not perfect but i like carolina at two and a half Mm. i think that atlanta uh isn't put together well right now and and especially with what happened at the end of the game last year last week i i just i think carolina's gonna win this one yeah that's fair um what do you think of carolina defense just overall like i feel like it's gotten so much better um i'm starting to become a big rule fan so uh yeah i'm liking what's happening yeah they have surprised me this year defensively i mean i knew up front they had you know they have had draft picks in the past. They got Brian Burns last year. This year they got Derek Brown. They got Jeremy Chin at DB. So they're they're filling in the pieces that have been a problem in recent years. So I think that they're improving. I don't think that they're where they're at, but obviously it's Matt Rule's first year, and I think yeah. eventually he'll be able to develop this team into something special. Hopefully. Yeah, I, yeah, I really think that too. I'm, I I I was kind of a, I, he was probably my favorite coaching hire or in the off season, and I'm I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, Gross Models has been doing pretty good too, right? I think. He's been I like a rotational so. he, guy, right? Yeah, he's more of a rotational yeah. guy. I think he was. Yeah. I think he missed one game or something like that. But he's he's mm-hmm. still up there and 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 putting up stats for us. So yeah, I'm I all, think I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, maybe I just noticed the one sack and then that was it. But I remember that a few weeks ago. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah. So we like Atlanta. In this, or you like Carolina in this one? I think I'm gonna go Carolina too. I think straight up and with the points. Um, I don't know. I I think Atlanta's defense still gets pretty underrated. I don't think it's that bad. Like I like Fowler. I like. Was it Jarrett, right? Grady Jarrett's the guy they have in the interior. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't I don't hate like Terrell, one of the cornerbacks. I don't hate Oliver that much. They're not good, but like are they 
that bad? I'm not sure. I think this game is just going to be a blowout. Or not a blowout, I'm sorry. Just like a, a high-scoring game, right? Does that feel... I mean, I, th- I think it'll be a high-score game. I mean, Teddy's yeah. Teddy's starting to get in his own. Julio's mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah. Um, I mean, the offense for Atlanta after they switched their coaching staff has looked a little bit better in, in the past couple weeks. So hopefully they can continue that. But I don't see defense playing much of a factor in this game until like the very end when somebody's got to get yeah. a stop. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely feel that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for in terms of fantasy wise, um, I feel like, like we said, this is going to be like a very high scoring game. So I feel like this means start everyone. But I'm, I'm curious if you think like maybe Russell Gage or Curtis Samuel are guys that can sneak into lineups on what I think is like a pretty decent bye week. There are four teams on bye. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Russell Gage, I had him on my fantasy team a couple weeks ago, and I dropped him after I thought Michael Thomas was coming back and Julio started to come back So because I got both of them already. Right. But I, I think Russell Gage could, could have a day because Carolina's defense, like we said, isn't that great. They're not all that. And I think that against the pass, well, they're mo- I think they're most of a worry against the run. But I definitely would put Russell – I could put Russell Gage like a flex guy, not necessarily a one or a two right for this week, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely is like a flex. Yeah, I think that's fair. He seems to just uh, like uh, really strive when they've got both of the top receivers on Atlanta on the field. Like he had seven targets last week, which I'm pretty sure was the same as I want to say Julio, but it could have been Ridley. But I mean, he, he every time those guys are on the field, it seems to just open up the field for him. So I, I like him a lot. Um, yeah, it definitely helps him. Yeah, 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 it definitely. It's like I I was expecting, I was hoping, you know, with a with Julio out, like maybe he'd step up a little bit, but not. Nah, he was trash, and uh, or at least our no, fantasy wise, he was pretty trash. On him. Exactly, exactly. So. That feels right. What, what about Curtis Samuel? He feels, I mean, a lot of these receivers, except I guess Robbie Anderson, um, kind of feel boomer bust. Like DJ kind of started off slow, right? So I, I'm curious. I mean, yeah, DJ had him. his one good week last week. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I don't know necessarily that I see that continuing and being like a regular thing as much as yeah. I would love it to be. I think Robbie Anderson right now is the number one guy. And I don't think it's going to change. Um, but with Curtis Samuel, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a touchdown, couple rush, couple rushing attempts, because mm-hmm. that's just what they do. I don't think Christian will play this week, so definitely yeah. they'll be looking to, you know, use Curtis Samuel. He's a little faster. He's a lot faster than Mike Davis, <laughs> so I could see him putting up a few points. Nothing crazy, but mm-hmm. I definitely could see him being a factor. Yeah, okay, that that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's gotta feel good to fleece Robbie Anderson from the Jets and actually use him correctly. It's gotta yeah. feel good, right? Yeah, holy shit. What a terrible organization. Um, I'm not a Jets fan, but I live in like New Jersey, New York, so oh, it's okay. uh, it's fun to shit on them. <laughs> I have oh, a good time. Yeah, I do the same thing from, <laughs> from Virginia, so. Okay, yeah, totally, totally. Um, okay, yeah, so that's the first game. All right, let's go on to Pitt-Baltimore. Um, the Pitt line was four. I think it moved down to three and a half. Uh, Pittsburgh is the underdog. Um, yeah, I'm curious how you feel about this game. See, I feel like everybody keeps hating on Pittsburgh, and I personally have been doing that myself because I'm still not completely sold on them. I get that. Yes, yes, they just beat Tennessee last week. Yeah, they beat Cleveland. I still think Cleveland's overrated, although they are 5-2. and two, I still think they're overrated. Mm-hmm. I think I, w- I want to go with the Ravens here. I think it'll be interesting because um, the Steelers' rush defense is very good. They've been very good against the run, and the Ravens are known – to run the football. They obviously have Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to come down. I think we're going to see more of Marquise Brown and Lamar throwing the football a little bit more. So I, I personally have the Ravens winning this one by three and a half. Mm-hmm. That I'm not as sold on. I think it'll be a lot closer. Like, you know, a lot closer. Obviously, you can't get much closer than three and a half. But I yeah. definitely see this being a one or two point game. But I think it's fair to the Ravens. Yeah, it's this is a tough one. I mean, they have one loss between them, right? I mean, Pittsburgh's the last undefeated team. It feels kind of weird. And I have been shitting a little bit on Pittsburgh, uh, mostly because I don't think Roethlisberger is that good. The offensive line's kind of meh. 
I don't think the cornerbacks are very good. Um, but I mean, the defense overall is just, I don't know how you put more pressure on quarterbacks than Pittsburgh does, right? So, yeah, I mean, kinda, on defense, but yeah, it really is. Um, and Baltimore's offensive line has definitely come down without Yonda uh, from last year or whatever. It, it, it has not been as good of, a, uh, of an offensive line. Uh, so, I, it just worries me because, like, I, I'm thinking, you know, I picked, I or I was picking Tennessee last week, and I'm like, yeah, you know, if they lost Luan and they they don't have Conklin anymore, like maybe it'll be okay. It was okay for mo- for part of the game, and then it was really bad for the other part of the game. So like, I, it, it's just tough. Um, I don't know how much Yannick Ngakwe is going to play a factor on Baltimore, but I got to imagine like working a defensive end into the team isn't that difficult compared to like a running back or like any offensive player, right? So I feel like he's got to play and probably be a factor, right? Yeah, I mean, I would I would assume he's going to go ahead and play. I don't know how much. I could see him yeah. them rotating yeah. him in, especially with this being his first week with the team. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's still a big game. And if he doesn't know, I mean, the whole defensive scheme and everything like that, they're obviously not going to want to play him now. Because mm-hmm. this, is, this is a game that Baltimore not necessarily <laughs> has to win, but if they want to, you know, yeah. work their way up to winning that division, they're mm-hmm. definitely going to win today, t- uh, this weekend. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, if... if uh. If what if the if the Browns win this week and I think they have a pretty winnable game, um, then like they could be tied with them, right? Yeah, they're playing Vegas. Yeah, they would. We'll yeah, they would be. They would be tied. Yeah, right. If, so that's it. Probably it, feels. It probably feels good to win, right? <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Ingram. I don't think practice today. Um. Do you? If Ingram doesn't play, do you like Dobbins or do you like Gus Edwards more, for fantasy wise? Uh, I think I gotta go Edwards because I don't. It's mm-hmm. tough because oh, I, I feel like I feel like without. Mark Ingram, they want to give the ball to Lamar more because Mark's obviously their number one guy, and I don't th- mm-hmm. and I don't think any performance from any of the other running backs is going to change that at least right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that without if he's not able to play, they're either a going to go more to the pass game because the Steelers' pass defense is ranked like twenty sixth in the league right now or something like that, or I see them trying more running just with Lamar because he's uh, without Mark there, he's. Without a doubt, the best running back in that backfield. As <laughs> yes, the it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's not close. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree with that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, from what I've seen from, like, watching film of the Ravens and, and watching all stuff, I feel like I like Edwards because he's just going to get more on the ground. He seems to be the best running back there. I mean, I know he doesn't get as much, like, in the passing game. Uh, so I feel like he's just the guy to go with uh, if, if you're deciding between those two. If you think, you know, which one are you going to pick up off the waiver wire if you've got, like, a shallow as fuck league. Because yeah. um, I've I've seen Dobbins on the waiver wire, and I see Edwards too. Because people don't think he's good because he hasn't been you know good with them recently, you know. Um, so I've seen I'm seeing them both there in, in shallower leagues. Um, and I think I'd go Edwards. I, I like Edwards a lot. Um, it just makes it hard because yeah. Lamar can run. So yeah, it definitely doesn't. He's gonna be running for his life a lot. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, you you mentioned Hollywood Brown, right? Do you do you think he figures into like the top fifteen for wide receivers this week? Like he's like a must start guy, or how do you feel about him? Well, I have him on my fantasy team, and to this point in the year, he's done me absolutely nothing, and it's kind of been a letdown. Yeah. But I think I think this week will be his first uh, big week. I'm not going to call it a breakout week to where he's going to continue to put up numbers every week after this, but I could definitely see him, especially without Mark Ingram, being a bigger factor in this game because mm-hmm. Lamar's going to have to throw the football. I don't think – because even the Pittsburgh run defense is – great so they're going to be forced to throw the football and they don't have a ton of targets for lamar and mark and hollywood brown is still their number one option so i think he he'll definitely i could see him in the top 15 for this week yeah i think i think he's sneaking in there for me it's it's very close for sure but i think he's sneaking in there um and i, and I like him a lot um on pitch the pittsburgh side of the ball uh we've got uh i i think like 
a three-headed wide receiving monster in Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, which one of those guys do you like best? In general, for this week. Oh, for, for this week, for this week for fantasy. Sorry, when, when I this week, I gotta go. I think I gotta go Claypool only because Juju's got. I think it's a hamstring injury or something like that, and uh-huh. he's he's been on the injury report. I don't know if that will per se affect him going into the game, whether you know he starts, he plays, whatever. But Claypool has kind of still been under the weather, or not under the weather, but like under the under people's radars. So I could see him going off performing well this week because a lot of the focus I think will still be on Juju, so it'll open him up a little bit more. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I saw some really nice stuff from Deontay last week, like stopping on a dime and moving. But that guy, I think, has gone out of games like three times in this season. Like he's been injured and forced out of games like three times. Yeah. It's crazy. It really bothers me. Um, yeah, so I mean, I like Chase a lot. Um, he's he's definitely a boomer bust. But I mean, in a crowded receiving group, I feel like that's kind of what's going to happen for the Steelers, right? Um, yeah, it's really and, just who's going to who's going to be open that day. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, we're going against Humphrey and. Uh, and Peters, I don't think Peters has been that great this year, but Humphreys is always locked down. So, and he definitely figures more into the slot, which I think Juju's in the most. So, I feel like the two outside guys, or Deontay's probably in the slot a decent amount too. Um, but I feel like Chase is probably uh, Chase Claypool is probably my favorite guy this week if I had to pick. Um, well, and, and Baltimore has Marlon Humphrey on the injury yeah. report right now. So, yeah, he is. I did see that. I did see that. Um, I don't know if it's serious, but yeah, we'll see. Is this? Yeah, this I never know with injury game. reports. Yeah, it's. I mean, everything's questionable now. Like, I still remember the days when we could have like, uh, like what is? I think it's just questionable and doubtful now. But they had like probable, questionable, all that stuff. I, I miss yeah. it. I, really I wish I still had probable, but yeah, uh, probable, so nice. Um, I guess I'm used to it now, but it's still really annoying. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see what else. I, I will. I'm just curious now. How do, how do you feel about the Pittsburgh offensive line? Do you think it's as as good as I would say the reputation of Pittsburgh offensive line is is pretty you know up there, and I think that's just like a continuation. Of, of stuff, right? But how, how do you feel about the offensive line? Do you think it's good enough to, you know, overcome a pretty good Ravens defensive line? You know, we're talking about the other side of the ball now. I think this is the biggest week for them so far because they really haven't played anybody. They haven't played any freakish D-lines. And obviously, I think that Ravens are by far the best D-line that they'll play. I definitely think that we're going to see them not necessarily get exposed completely, mm-hmm. but you're going to start to see more gaps and holes in that in, in their in their line just because there's going to be a lot more pressure and big Ben can't move at all pretty much. So it's going to be a lot, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a lot harder for them because they're used to, they're, if they're able to control and make a pocket, they're fine. They can, you know, he can get the ball out, but mm-hmm. once they start getting pressure, that pocket starts collapsing, big, big Ben really can't get anywhere. So it'll mm-hmm. be, I'll be interested to see how much pressure they decide to go with against the Steelers this week. Sure. Totally fair. Um, all right. I think that's most of the stuff I want to cover uh, from that game. Um, let's go on to LA, the LA Rams versus Miami. Um, this line is pretty small. It's, I think, uh, three points right now. The Rams are favored by three. Um, who you got on this one? If Ryan Fitzpatrick was playing, I would take the Dolphins, but yeah. because he is not, and I don't like that. I personally don't like to switch it to it right now, mm-hmm. but I got to go with the Rams, even in the, in the spread, just because they look good against Chicago's defense. That was supposed to be pretty good. One of the considered to be, you know, one of the best in the league to this point. Yeah, I agree. And they completely exposed him last week. On and on, on the defensive side of the ball, obviously Chicago doesn't have anything, but they looked wet, really good. And up front, I think it's going to be scary for Tua to have to see, you know, Aaron Donald coming right for him, <laughs> especially, you know, he's going to have that hip injury, you know, lingering in the back of his yeah. mind. 
because yeah. Aaron Donald's a lot bigger than the dude who you know <laughs> broke his hip the first time. <laughs> That's definitely true. That's definitely true. Yeah, I, I I like that rationale a lot. I feel like this line is way too close for me. I don't think Miami. Oh, I do need to preface this because I've definitely said in the past. I do think Miami is a pretty good team. Um, and I kind of I pretty much agree with your assessment on Ryan Fitzpatrick. I it doesn't see it seems weird for him to be benched, but this feels like this is kind of Miami's plan, right? Going into the bye week, they're like, all right, we're gonna go with Tua out of it. Seems to make sense. Um. So the, the one rationale, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with this, but the one reasoning I see is that we, we all know what Ryan Fitzpatrick is, right? He's like, well, like 50 years old. Um, he went to Harvard, in case you didn't know. Um, and like, I, I feel like Miami has a good defense and you don't want anything to, to uh, you don't want anyone to turn the ball over. And Fitzpatrick is going to have these meltdown games. Like we know it's coming. It's going to happen. Um, and I, I assume they think two is going to be like more careful with the ball. And I got to imagine that's the reason why they're going with him. Besides the fact that they plan this, you know, possibly with the bye week and all that stuff. Does that make sense? Does that resonate? Yeah, I mean, the only reason I could see it is if you look back at all the years of Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, coming in and getting put in the same position he's put in now where he's kind of that backup quarterback who gets to start, wins a few games. It's usually around now where he does start to, like, fall off mm-hmm. to where his numbers start to decline and then you're, and then everybody starts questioning Ryan Fitzpatrick yet again and then he yeah. gets traded or something like that. So if they were worried about that, then I can understand why they would switch over to Tua. Yeah. But – I think he was still playing too well for you to pull him at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely seems weird. It's definitely weird. Um, yeah, I think the line's really small. Though, so that's that's kind of – I think the Rams are – I think the Rams are a, a Super Bowl contending team. Um, I don't know if that's a hot take. Is, is that a hot take? I think it's a little bit of a hot take. <laughs> I'm I can kind of see where you're coming from. I'm still uh-huh. not completely sold on Jared Goff, and I think that without Jared Goff being the Jared Goff we saw when they went to the Super Bowl – the Jared Goff in the regular season when they went to the Super Bowl a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we don't see that guy, I don't see them winning a Super Bowl. Could they get there? Maybe. Mm-hmm. A couple of fluke things could happen, you know. Yeah. Still early in the season. Yeah. But yeah. I think at this point in time right now, they're a playoff contender, not a Super Bowl contender. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I could agree with that. I think they're I think they're my third favorite team in the NFC, but... I think that it, maybe the third or the fourth or something like that. I, I like them. I think the offensive line's playing really well. Whitworth is coming back. I don't know what happened with their offensive line last year, but I think Goff kind of more than most most quarterbacks, you know, waxes and wanes with how good the line is given protection. And I feel like he's done a very good job this year. Um, and I really think that's good. I mean, they got all the weapons on the offense you can need, right? I mean, Higby and Everett, I think, are both pretty good. I mean, they got three good wide receivers, maybe three and a half. I like Van Jefferson a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I do like that. And I love Jalen Ramsey. I'm, I'm a Jaguars fan, by the way. Um, oh, okay. Which is terrible, and I hate myself. But um, that's yeah, rough. It's rough yeah, for it's you rough. out here. It's rough. It's rough. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still still a pretty big Jalen fan. He's been great. He was great with us, and he's doing really well now. So he's I, had a really good past few games. So I've been <sighs> yeah. I've been surprised with what he's been putting up because he was mm-hmm. kind of quiet for a while. You know, they're running a lot of zone, and he's such a man cornerback. Um, I think they kind of finally figured that out with him. He's either he figured out how to play zone a little bit better because they still run some zone, but he's they're using him in man more, which is so much more important because like, he he's such a good man cornerback. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, which, which running back do you like for the Rams? Um, is it Henderson or is it Brown? Cause I've got one pr- pretty much guy that I like in fantasy like, and regularly. You know? I liked Henderson. Mm-hmm. I think that last week, I mean, he's not the most, I don't think that they have like a, a real number one running back mm-hmm. right now. I think that these guys maybe could, could develop into it, but I think that they're focused right now solely on the passing game because they have all those weapons. But I think if I, if I got to go with a running back, I got to go with Henderson. Yeah, I think so. How do you feel about uh, PFF, Pro Football Focus? Like their I mean, grades I li- and stuff? 
I listen, I look at them sometimes. It's not necessarily. I'm not like religious on it, but I'll check them out every now and again. <laughs> yeah, I try not to be. Sometimes I get called that though. Um, but I really try not to be. But it's just crazy. Like I, I don't see a huge difference on film between Henderson and Brown. But on PFF, they have Henderson as the first ranked running back at 55, and Malcolm Brown is the 41st at 55. And I just feel like talent will eventually win out there, even though it doesn't doesn't seem to be, and it's already week eight. So I feel like Henderson is my guy. Um, going forward, I don't like haymakers, and I never did, to be honest. Um, he was one of my busts this year, cause, dude, I mean, like, I know they spent what they spent like a second round pick on him. I mean, they spent a third round, yeah, they spent a second round pick on him, fifty two overall. Um, but the year before, I mean, they spent a third round pick on Daryl Henderson, and he's really good. So it just kind of feels like it was a weird assumption to make at the beginning of the year, you know? Cause I don't think yeah. he's a, a factor anymore. I, I I think you could agree with that, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think necessarily that any Rams mm-hmm. running back is a is a huge factor, but true. True. I definitely think as the season goes on, they'll start to lean on him a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's probably fair. Um, I I like starting the receivers for the Rams, but they're definitely lower on my on my rankings just because of Xavier Howard and and Byron Jones. And coming off a of bye week, I, I think that's pretty good. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you think do you think those guys should be considered lower? I mean, they also haven't been performing as nearly as well as they should have been. I think over the past few weeks, right? So it kind of feels like they should be like a little lower. Like I initially had them around like you know ten to fifteen. Now they're more like twenty to twenty five. Does that does that sound right? Do you think? And yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, they've just they've just kind of been. I still think they're like under the radar, but they're still also underperforming. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that. Um, Miami. Let's let's go to Miami. How do you feel about Miles Gaskin? Um, because I love Miles Gaskin. I'm a huge fan of him. His him and Antonio Gibson feel like very similar running backs, and I think they're both kind of underrated, even in the fantasy community. But how, how do you feel about them this week in fantasy? Uh, I. I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's hard because it's the Rams, and that you know their D line is ridiculous. Yeah. I think obviously it'll help if you know they're able to get a push up front, or maybe get them to the outside, let them show some speed. But it's all going to come down to how well their offensive line plays against that dominant defensive front. <laughs> I wouldn't. Necess- I don't know. I don't even know if I would start him this week. Okay. Um. Just just because I think, and and we saw it last week with Chicago. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't do anything with running the football wise. Obviously, they're not great sure. running the football, but they yeah. couldn't get anything going. Absolutely. And I think if the Rams ride that into this week, I think they'll shut the run game down again. Yeah, it's a pretty bad line for uh, for Miami. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't feel great about Gaskin this week. Oh, even as much as I like him, you know, I feel you know similarly like I like Henderson a lot. Um, and I don't I don't really hate the Rams backfield. It's fine, but like they didn't they didn't do. You know, they weren't very good last week. Or, I mean, the Bears even weren't very good last week either, but the Bears also aren't very good overall. So exactly. <laughs> that's fine. On offense, whatever. Um, so I think, you know, Devontae Parker's a pretty easy start. Um, but I I find myself liking Isaiah Ford more than I'm liking Preston Will, uh, Williams. And I don't know. I don't know if that's also a little bit of an unpopular opinion or, or anything like that. But, man, Preston has just let me down so much this week. W- would you consider starting either of those guys or just, like, neither? Or if you had to pick one, how, how would you go about that? I mean, I guess if you had to pick one, I I've personally been a bigger fan of Isaiah Ford. Yeah, um, oh, you know, I followed him after he came out of Tech. You know, watched him a little bit. Obviously, I haven't kept like a huge eye on him. You know, he's he's sure. you know went to Tech. It's close to us, mm-hmm. but I I still wouldn't start either of them just because two is coming in, brand new quarterback. Nobody knows how he's going to do. He could throw, you know, he could come out and throw for three hundred fifty yards, but he could also mm-hmm. come out and throw three picks, one hundred fifty yards. And get beat by forty. <laughs> yeah, very true, very true. Um, yeah, I, I okay. So I also uh, talking about um the tight ends, or I mean specifically about Gasecki. Um, I I love him, and I I 
I don't know why people are so sour on him. I guess the performances haven't really been there some of the weeks, but isn't that just like tight end, right? Don't, I, I kind of feel like he's just like a good tight end, but he's also like a tight end for fantasy, you know? Like these guys aren't catching the ball every week, right? Like it feels, feel I feel like there's a little bit of an overreaction on Gasecki, but do, I mean, do you like him this week? Would you start him? I would I would start him because I mm-hmm. I think I had him in a, in a small rotation for a little bit at the beginning sure. of the year with me and I eventually let him go because he wasn't doing much for me and I have Darren yep. Waller but I think he there could be go, a yeah. solid start <laughs> I mean he hasn't put up terrible numbers this week and I think that mm-hmm. the Dolphins are going to come down to having to rely on the pass game mm-hmm. because because of that front seven or for the Rams so I think mm-hmm. that. He's going to get a couple touches. I'm not going to say he's going to go crazy. You know, he might score a touchdown. You know, they'll be inside the five, something like that. But mm-hmm. I think that's the only uh, only reason I would hope to start him. Yeah. But if you got somebody better, I would obviously go in that direction. I wouldn't I put him that. over anybody crazy. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, yeah, I don't think there are too many, like, good tight ends on bye weeks anyway. So this is probably, like, a, a decent week to start him just because just of that reason. But... Um, yeah, okay, I think that's all I want to talk about, Miami, LA. All right, best game of the week. we got Kansas City versus the Jets. The line is 19.5 points. What are you doing here, man? Say, all right, this is where I get myself in a tough situation because it, yeah. was, it was when they played the Bills. I took, I had mm-hmm. a parlay, and I had the Bills minus 10, mm-hmm. yep. and it let me down. Yep, eight so points. For me, personally, if I'm betting, I'm not taking the spread in for the Chiefs solely uh-huh. because I know it'll jack me up in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> but yeah. I also don't know if I would take it in general. I mean— Obviously, they could come out. The Chiefs could come out, put up, you know, forty points in a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and I, but I don't see that happening. And I don't even know if the Jets will show up to play like they did when they played the Bills. Because if mm-hmm. they do, I think it'll be a little bit of a different matchup. We'll see a little bit more of a tendon. Mm-hmm. I definitely get the Chiefs. Nineteen yeah, and a half sure. is a bit of a stretch for me. I'll give them two touchdowns, but not mm-hmm. not nineteen and a half. Yeah, I I mean, I've been betting for a short amount of time, but I'm taking the 19 and a half. I'm taking the Jets with the points, not straight up. I'll take the Chiefs straight up, but 19 and a half points. That's that's too many. That's like three touchdowns pretty much, right? That I I I can't in good conscience take that, right? Like Yeah, you got to win. They, no you're way. asking them to win by three possessions. You're asking them to basically 21 yeah. skunk them in an NFL football game, which I yeah. can never learn. If this was college which, football, yeah. okay. Well, to be fair, I think Miami did beat them 24 nothing. Two weeks ago, right? But they still, did, I know yeah, I totally, but... yeah. No, I, totally, I understand what you're saying. I totally, that the division games are also really tough. Like, you talked about with the Bills game. Like, I had the Bills minus 10. That was an easy one, right? But, I mean, the Jets, you know, it's a division game. It can get real tough um, around there. So, I mean, this isn't a division game, obviously. But, I don't know. I think the Jets are getting more healthy. You know, they've got Mims back. Hopefully, Crowder's going to be able to play. You know, they're getting Darnold back. It doesn't feel like the point spread should be that high. If you take this down to, like, 14, I'll take the Chiefs. But 19 and a half, man. This Kansas City, they don't. They don't need to, and I don't think Mahomes feels the need to like put it down on the Jets. Like they go up two touchdowns, they're just gonna run the ball with Love Bell and and Ch, and that that's it, right? Yeah, I think this is gonna be more of a game to. This is like a scrimmage game, honestly, for the yeah. Chiefs. I feel like yeah. they'll get to a point, they'll get up, they'll get a good lead, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna start rotating guys that they want to see where they're at. It's like a preseason game. Yeah, this is the it, preseason game that the, <laughs> that the Chiefs did not get to have. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think that's probably fair. Um. Yeah, the Jets, they are getting a little healthy. Um, I, you know, speaking of the Jets, if we want to talk about anyone starting on fantasy, I think the one guy besides Jameson Crowder, because he's an automatic start if he's plays, because he's just that offense. I think Denzel Mims, um, you know, this is a very good wide receiving group. And I think uh, Sims is like my fifth rated uh, wide receiver coming to the draft. I'm a huge fan of him. He had like seven targets for like 40 yards last week. It was his first game back. But, you know, the Chiefs don't have a really scary defense, in my opinion. Do you think that Mims could maybe sneak into rosters and be like a sneaky start? I think he could. This week it makes it tough just because you mentioned the Chiefs defense isn't all that great and they're not. I mean I don't yeah. think they're anything crazy, but I 
think that all around the Jets' offense is so bad that I don't know if they're going to be able to get him the football. Because mm-hmm. I, I was looking back, I was looking back at scores, just like you know, seeing what the Jets have put up throughout you know throughout the season. Yeah. And I, I think they average like you know thirteen points a game or something like that. So yeah. it's hard for me to put any Jets offensive players on my team. Mm-hmm. But I think they'll. I think that they'll definitely score. You know, at least one touchdown this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think so too. Yeah, he had seven targets, four receptions, forty-two yards last week. Mims his first game, um, in the NFL. I, I feel if ho- hopefully Becton plays. I know he didn't play last week. He's been you know on the injury report. Hopefully he plays because he's been very good this year. I'm I'm hoping we get a little more pressure, um, or a little less pressure on Darnold because. God, I feel so bad for him, um, even though he's not very good. But I still feel real bad for him as a Jet. Um, but I, I think we can see some decent stuff from him. He's a sneaky start for me. I, I like him a decent amount. Um, but so we talked a little bit about the Chiefs' defense. Um, or we, we met, you mentioned them that they're, they don't think they're very good because I don't think they're good either. But for fantasy-wise, they got to be a pretty easy start against Donald, right? Oh, yeah. I picked them up off the waivers already. Yeah. I saw them. <laughs> I, went, I went and looked through the players on uh, Sunday or Monday night before I could even pick them up. And I was... Sitting there trying to hit the button, figure out a way to break the system to get them on my team <laughs> yeah, as fast yeah, as I could. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they they feel like a good one. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I this just just for this week, I like them though. But I think they're a pretty mediocre to bad defense. Um, just, yeah, I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't start them every week. But yeah, any, totally. Any totally. any defense that's playing the Jets right now, I'm mm-hmm. trying to find. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, what about uh? So I guess the two interesting things for because I I don't really want to go too much into you know guys we're gonna start like we're gonna start Mahomes we're gonna start uh, Tyreek Hill you know we don't need to talk about that because you know you're starting those guys it doesn't really matter if they're like ten to fifteen unless I really want to get into it but like you know you're starting these guys don't need to talk about them too much but I mean Le'Veon Bell's third game with the Chiefs now or the second game with the I Chiefs? I think it's a second. It's his it's third week on the team. Third week. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. That's I knew there was something like that. Um, you know, he got like what five or six carries last week for like thirty something yards. You know, not great, but you know, this is going up against his old team. Are Are you excited to start Le'Veon Bell, or do you think he he gets in there, or what do you think? I think at best, at best, you could put him at a flex, only because he still hasn't shown anything. He still, I mean, he hasn't played football in like a year and a half, realistically. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's playing behind a better offense with the Chiefs than he was with the Jets so I think it'll be interesting to see kind of it, it how much they're using him this week and I think if they use him a lot and they kind of you know they're like all right Edwards Larry you can have a break you know we're up by 30 yeah, right. halftime yeah. whatever yeah. sit down mm-hmm. if Levy if they do that and they're up big I would mm-hmm. definitely prefer to have Levy on my team because I think they're going to handle the ball a lot and he's going to be able to break out and show those Jets you know defenders what they weren't able to touch it when they when he was there yeah yeah no, I, I get that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, like we talked about a little before, this could, I think it's more than likely, you know, over 50% chance that this game ends up like a route by halftime already. Um, and that doesn't mean the Jets can't come from behind and like backdoor cover. But um, yeah, I think we see a lot more of Love and Bell, a lot more of, you know, guys like Michael Harbin and probably Bradley Pringle. Or I think it's Bradley Pringle, whatever Pringle's last name is. Um, Robinson will probably see a decent amount of those guys in the second half. So I think Le'Veon Bell's a decent start. Definitely a flex. Um, I know I'm missing James Robinson in most of my leagues. Uh, so Le'Veon Bell is definitely someone who's filling in for him right now for me. Um, and I think it's okay just cause I think the jets are so bad. It's going to be, you know, kind of a route at the end of this. Um, but speaking of Michael Hardman, he's another guy that I really like, but he's a big boomer bus guy, but against the jets, he's got, he's like a must start, right? I feel like you got to start him. I think so. I don't think there's any reason not to. I mean, it's the Jets for crying out loud. Like, why? Why wouldn't you? I mean, especially yeah. like like I said earlier, it's more of a preseason game in my eyes for the for the Chiefs because I think they're going to come out here. I mean, they could pull Patrick Mahomes at the end of the first quarter, and I think they'll still win by <laughs> seven or ten. God, who is their backup? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I haven't even thought yeah. about it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, I'm just yeah. I think it like Henson Becca. I mean, I I need to look it up because I'm very curious now. <laughs> um, is it Henny? Is it Chad Henny? Oh my god, that'd be so funny. Um, I uh, God, I, I all these fucking depth charts are so annoying. Um, yeah, I wish I would just list them in like the order. Ah, uh, there we go. It is Chad Henny. Oh my god, it is Chad Henny. You'll love yeah, to see it. Is. Oh man, I fucking hate Chad Henny, but it's okay. Um, okay, yeah, I I so I personally just like Mikol. He's a boomer bus guy, but I mean, like. He doesn't seem to get a lot of targets, which is fine. But, I mean, if I'm between, like, him and Chase Claypool, I don't really know which one I want. Like, they're both pretty big boomer bust guys. Miko's got a better matchup. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely something that, that I think about, Stepan and I thinking about, because I've got both those guys on teams for sure. So <laughs> I would I, If I had to choose between yeah, choose. Claypool or Hardman, I'm going to Hardman just yeah. because of the matchup. I think that yeah. I think Chase, you know, he'll play, he'll start, he'll mm-hmm. do whatever. You know, he might get 10 to 12 points. Yeah. But Probably he's playing. Peter, though. Yeah. He's playing a lot of, you know, he's playing Baltimore defense that has a great secondary. Yeah. Whereas Hardman, yeah, he, you know, he's behind Tyreek Hill, but I don't know if Tyreek Hill plays all four quarters <laughs> and he'll get a lot more reps than he's used to. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. All right, let's talk about Minnesota Green Bay. Um, Minnesota just traded away in Gakwe. Not really great for them. Um, the line is six and a half in favor of Green Bay. What do you got? Oh, I'm hammering Green Bay in the spread hard. I think that the Vikings are... I have them at like 30th best in the NFL right now. Yeah. I could make, I could probably make a case to put them at 31st. Uh, this week, I like any player on the Packers offense, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I don't, sure. I think that they'll win by at least 10. Yeah, I, I, I think the Packers are. It's either them or Seattle is my favorite team in the NFC, so it, it's, it's going to be impossible for me to pick the Packers. Um, six and a half is fine. Um, I, I like it too, but man, I. In division games are always tough for me to like really sell on. You know what I mean? They're always tough. Um, six and a half isn't too much where I'm kind of freaking out, but but like you said, I mean the secondary is such shit. I I've thrown out every wide receiver I can. You know, I'm probably playing Williams. I'm probably playing uh, if Jones plays. I I think both Jones and Dalvin will be back this week. Yeah, um, I think I, I think I heard that Dalvin yeah. Cook was coming back this week. Yeah, that that uh, so. I think I think Minnesota's offense should be pretty good, but if this isn't more than a touchdown, it, it, there's no way I'm taking them. I just can't. I know I like I said division game and like I want to do uh, I want to kind of go upset because I don't have a lot of upsets so far. But man, the Packers are just too good. There, there's just uh, there's no way. I mean, any given Sunday, like 75 percent chance of the Packers to win though. So I'm not gonna bet on that though. This is not a bet for me at all. I'm probably not gonna do it, but um, I I think it's pretty easy, Green Bay. Yeah, and they're playing in Lambeau, so I think that definitely yeah. helps Green Bay. Yeah. And the last time, and they they've already played each other early in this yes. year, and Crush it was him. it was a very high scoring game. But yeah, I think the it was twenty four, something like something that. Like it was week that, two, yeah. right? It was week two. I think it was like yeah, yeah it was early in the year. Him. But yeah, so yeah I think Green Bay will do that again. Yeah, without Ngakwe, I don't know how they're gonna get any pressure. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> so, see that happening, we'll see. especially I mean, Aaron Rodgers yeah. is so sneaky mobile. Oh yeah, athletic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's too good. Um, he had that one bad game two weeks ago, and uh, then he showed up last week, and he's gonna show up again this week. Absolutely. Um, if if um, I mean, I guess so. On Green Bay, I mean, besides uh, Adams, is there a wide receiver you want to own? Like, I I think um, I want to say that um, Lazard is on his way back. Not sure if he'll play this week, but I mean, if Lazard doesn't play, which I don't think he will, are you into MVS or? Any other guys there, or what do you think? I really think that Lazard and Devontae Adams are the best. I mean, they don't have what we- like it's been known that Aaron Rodgers really doesn't have any weapons. He's never had very many weapons as long as he's been in Green Bay. And right once you get past the second player in the depth chart, I think that that's it's a huge drop off. It's like the the yeah. difference in like the NBA draft lottery where it's like <laughs> you know your sixth to your seventh pick is like ridiculous. You know, 
skill difference. Mm-hmm. So I personally would not pick up any other player on this team outside yeah. of like you know Aaron Jones, Lazard, or uh, Devonta Adams. Yeah, no, I I have to agree with you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Tonyan is fine. Uh, Tonyan or whatever, he I think he's pretty fine. But yeah, I mean, no wide receivers. Um, there's there's no way I could I could look for them right like that. Yeah, it's just no way. Um, as unfortunate there's as probably it, a better out. Op- yeah, there's probably a better yeah, option somewhere else. There there should be. I mean, as because I mean, I want every guy you know to start against Minnesota defense, like you were saying, especially a wide receiver. But there really just isn't a dude there. It's just unfortunately it's just not there. Um, so I I think you stay away. But for Minnesota, I mean, they got two good wide receivers. Um, I mean, they got a good running back. Do you, Kirk probably isn't startable this week, right? I don't think you can start oh, him against no. Green Bay's defense. I don't. I don't know many weeks where I like Kirk unless you're not a Kirk might, fan. Unless maybe they're playing Dallas. Oh uh, sure, sure. I've never been 100% sold on him. You know, he played in Washington, so like, you know, and and I'm not a I'm not a Washington fan, but I had to listen to everybody else talk about him all the time. <laughs> I get that. And I've never I've never been completely sold on him, and he's done nothing this year to sell me on him even more. Except for make some crazy comment like you know if I die I die. Yeah, it's pretty funny, but pretty pretty shitty. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I've always been like I I think Kirk is a pretty average quarterback, and I always think he's uh, and I think being an average quarterback actually says something in the NFL because there are so many bad quarterbacks. You know, um, th- that's just how I feel about him personally. But I, I get that. I mean, he's never. He doesn't seem like he can win a lot of playoff games. Doesn't seem like he's you know, like the answer at quarterback, but I, I think he's pretty fine. But I, again, starting him against Green Bay is a pretty tough sell. Um, I think there'll be a decent amount of garbage time though. And Kirk's done things in garbage time, but you can probably find a better guy out there. So I don't, I don't think you need to start him. Um, do you have any feelings about Irv Smith? Um, he had two over 50 yard games, but they were on like two catches each or some shit like that. Like it was not very consistent, you know? Yeah. And that's always like a, like a thing. I mean, it, it's all going to come down to if they're, plan is to work him more into the lineup i think that i for minnesota i think it's good mm-hmm. i think it could be a good pickup you know in fantasy because i feel like tight ends are such a crucial play such a crucial role but the problem is like we talked about earlier it's either they're getting seven catches for 110 yards or they're having zero catches and they played you know they were run blocking the entire game mm-hmm. so so I think, I mean, with him being young right now, I don't think that they're necessarily looking for him. I mean, they have two good receivers in Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Right. But I think as the season moves forward and they, more teams will start to hone in on Jefferson and Thielen, I think he'll start to pick up and maybe get a little bit more action on that in that offense. Are you worried about Rudolph? Uh, I mean, I definitely think he's past where he used to be. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't necessarily say I'm worried about him right now. Like, I, th- I still think he's a good tight end. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think there's more competition in Minnesota at the tight end position than we've seen in years past. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's so weird though because Rudolph is on a what is it a four year thirty six million dollar deal, and like I, it seems like you're right. It seems like they're you know getting Smith more involved, which is great. I think he's I think he's pretty good. But I mean, Kirk he still has a lot you know left. This is the second year of his deal, I think, or maybe in the first year of his deal. It's just you know I mean he's thirty years old, but they just signed him to a pretty big deal. It feels weird for them to be involving uh, Irv as much, you know, from a financial standpoint. But I mean that's not how coaches always operate, you know, right? You just do the best with the team you're given, right? So. Yeah, well, and for say. me, it doesn't really surprise me because they gave Kirk a whole ton of money to be an average quarterback. So, <laughs> I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. Uh, all right, cool. Let's move on to the next game. We've got Indianapolis and Detroit. Um, I'm going to need you to sell me on one of these teams because I'm not sure where I'm going. The line is two and a half in favor of Indianapolis. Um, and I'm taking Indy personally, but I, I, you could sell me on Detroit. How, how do you feel? All right. Personally, I got to go to Detroit. I think okay. – that I, I'm a huge Matthew Stafford fan, and I always have been. I think he's just got put into the worst situation being in Detroit. 
it's never been a great scenario. He's never really had anybody around him to kind of boost that team. I mean, he had Megatron, but when he had Megatron, yeah. that's all he had. And yeah, then eventually yeah. they get running backs that are washed up. Like they had Reggie Bush. They have Adrian Peterson now. Like they've had I mean, not a whole shit. lot. <laughs> but I think from what they've shown me in weeks past, like I didn't even – at the beginning of the season, I did not expect these, the Lions to be 3-3 three and three at this point. They haven't beat anybody that's super big. Like they beat Arizona. They beat Jacksonville. They beat Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And their losses are to good teams. They're to good opponents. Yeah. They almost they beat Chicago in the first week. That was the, the, yeah. from, uh, the running back, Swift, yeah. Yeah, and they've they've been in every football game. I mean, the Arizona game they won by three. Last week yep. they won by one. Yep. And the Colts, it's been said that they have the like it was earlier in the year I forget when it was, mm-hmm. but somebody was like, oh, they had the best defense. Like statistically they did. Yes. Yeah. yeah they've yeah. played the Vikings, the Jets, the Bears, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. Uh, any and the team Jags. in they the lost NFL. The Jags the first game. Oh yeah. yeah, and I think yeah, any yeah, team in the yeah. NFL would have a you know a very good defense playing mm-hmm. against those offenses. Mm-hmm. So and I think that Matthew Stafford and Kenny Galladay are just gonna are just gonna be able to do something. I think it'll be one of those games where just like last week it came down to the last minute. I personally am not 100% sold on Detroit. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like one of my 50-50 just pick 'em games. Right. But I got I think I'm sticking with Detroit. <sighs> um yeah, this is a tough one. I think I'm going to go back and forth until it's game time. Um I have Indy right now. Um, I don't think any, you know, I mean, they might've had this statistically the best like defense, like you were talking about. I think they have a good defense though. Like I like Buckner Rhodes has been actually surprisingly good again. I don't know what's happening with this dude. He's been pretty good though. Um, they're getting Darius Leonard back because he practiced this week. I assume he's going to be in. Um, I like, uh, Houston and Autry on the ends. I like Bobby Okariki. These guys are like, you know, okay. Um, I, I, I think they have a pretty good defense. I'm, you're, I'm, I think you're right about Detroit. I'm not sold in Detroit, but you're absolutely right about Matt Stafford. He's become a way better quarterback than he, when he was in the Megatron days because all he would do is, you know, stat pad for throw the ball. Um, but he's been a good quarterback, like a legit good quarterback the, uh, these past, I think, past like two years or probably even three years. Um, so I, I like him a lot too. I like him way more than Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers has been shit this year. He's fucking terrible. Um, I, I legitimately, I don't know if he's an upgrade over, um, God, what's it? Jacoby Brissett. Like, I'm, I'm really not sure. He's, he's been bad this year. Um, and Hilton hasn't been that good. You know, they they lost one of my favorite uh, wide receivers coming out of the draft and Michael Pittman, although he should be coming back. Um, and then they lost, shoot, what's the guy's name that, I think they lost him for the year. One of the wide receivers or whatever, again, in the beginning of the year, they lost him. So now they've got this guy, I don't know, Marcus Johnson. I don't know nothing about him, but he caught like 10 passes last week. Feels like the offense isn't very good, you know? Um, and I think Detroit's offense is better, but I don't think you really mentioned Detroit's defense. How, how do you feel about Detroit's defense? I'm not the most sold on them, yeah. and it's and, it, and it's hard to be sold on them because they really have. I mean, they've played. You know, the good teams they've played, they've allowed. You know, to Green Bay, they allowed up 42 points. To New Orleans, they let up 35. To Jacksonville, they let up 34. So, or no, sorry, I read yeah. that wrong. But <laughs> like, okay. they, they've allowed. We all know it's not points. Shit, we all know exactly. That. <laughs> <laughs> they've allowed a lot of points to good teams, but and I don't. But I don't think the Colts are that good team this week. Detroit. Mm-hmm. With their like, I think that they're average on both sides of the ball. I don't think mm-hmm. they're anything crazy. Yeah, but I also don't think they're bad. I yeah. think that they're able to. They're they're going to win these 50-50 games, or it'll be close. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know, I think that they're the way that their team's built right now. They're going to go eight and eight. I think that's why they're three and three. And I think that we're going to see that for the rest of the year. I'm not sold on their mm-hmm. defense. Obviously, I mean, I'm not going to say Philip Rivers is going to come in here and tear them apart because it's mm-hmm. Philip Rivers and yeah. Mm-hmm. The, Dude looks like he's having you know a heart attack if he's trying to throw the ball more than thirty uh, yards. Yeah, I hate his I hate his throwing motion. Yeah, but, I just hate it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I can't. I, it pains me to watch it, and like I'm yeah, young, yeah, so like I don't yeah. feel like it should do that. But like watching him throw a football, I'm like, that's gotta hurt. Like, it's not <laughs> it it does look like that. It really does. You're absolutely right. Um, it really does. Um, do you think the acquisition of uh, Everson Griffin does anything? Because I feel like it doesn't move me anyway on this defense. No, and I I don't think it does either. I mean, I don't think, uh, I don't think that there's one piece to that defense. Like you can't just go get one player, plug him in, and they'll be great. Yeah, definitely. 100%. And I think it. I mean, I definitely think I don't think it hurts them, but I don't think it helps them a whole ton. Yeah, it's like I don't know, dude. You were on a line with uh with like uh, Demarcus Lawrence, and you weren't very good. Like you're really gonna come expect to be that much better on the Detroit defensive line? Like eh, I don't know. I, I, I don't mean, feel unless that. He's, unless he's doing something that we're not seeing, and he's gonna come yeah. out freak. Yeah. I mean, obviously that'll you know. Sure, but sure, definitely. I until don't I see it, something, I don't buy it. Yeah, I don't see it. Um, yeah, I I'm surprised Patricia's able to will this team to three and three. But you're right, they're very average. I feel like they're like an eight eight seven and nine team. I don't expect them to win over five hundred games, especially in the division, because I. I don't know. I, I know Minnesota and we share Minnesota pretty good, especially their defense. But like I, I could see them splitting a series if they haven't played yet, which I don't think they've played yet. No, they haven't. No, they yeah. Haven't. So I could see them splitting a series like I don't I don't know. I just don't think this team is very good. But you're right. They're pretty average. But I, I you know, I also think the Colts are pretty average because the offense is holding them back. So it's just a tough game. I don't know what to do here. Um, I'm going to go Indy right now, but that, that definitely can change. Um, in terms of fantasy stuff, um, I guess you we got to like DeAndre Swift, I guess, now in that backfield. Because I don't think Peterson is very good to begin with, and I think it's just kind of like a placeholder anyway. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Swift has been okay. Two of his big runs over the past two weeks have been one on a Jaguars horrible defensive, uh, horrible defensive play. Like they had two of the safeties up on the line of scrimmage, and Swift just ran to the other side and then ran for like sixty yards. And the other one last week, I don't remember, but it was mostly the line. Um, but I mean, you know, you can't take that away from guys. But I mean, how do you how do you feel? Do you think Swift is like a pretty good guy to start, or what do you think? Well, I'm actually just reading now that. The Lions are still comfortable keeping that rotation, even though he like he's starting to show that he could be that number one guy there. Adrian Peterson right. should be a back at best. Like he's you know he deserves one play you know every four downs or something like that because he's just old. He's not the same AP that he was you know back in his glory days. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't know if I would per se start him this week, but definitely if he's available in your league, I would pick him up because I see him them starting to rotate him in even more and more and eventually work him into just being that solid number one guy. Whether that happens by the time the fantasy season's over, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, definitely moving forward, you know, he could be a good flex pick. You just got to get him against the right team to where, you know, he's going to go off and yeah. they're going to continuously play him. Do you think Indy's the team? Cause I don't think so. Don't think you what? Do you think Indy's like the team that you'd start him against? Like, do you think that that's like another good thing or, no, because I like their defense enough yeah. to where I think that he's not going to come out and, you know, have the have a freak game, have a blowout game. And I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, the linebackers in Indy are good enough to fill gaps if they open up. And I don't think he's impossible to tackle either. So, yeah. So I definitely, I, I wouldn't start him this week just because I like the Colts defense a little bit better than I like DeAndre Swift. But mm-hmm. I think moving forward, you can, de- there's definitely going to be a couple of games where you can, where you can put him into your lineup. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm staying away from a team that has uh, DeForest Buckner and Darius Slender back for a running back. Kind of feels yeah, not good. Um, but I, I do like the def- the offensive line for for um for Detroit. It's it's pretty good. But yeah, if if I mean if you're right, and I think they probably will stick with the backfield. Although I think more in Swift's favor. Um, it, it seems kind of like a wary matchup. If this is just him, Swift straight up, then I I would like it a lot more. But it isn't, so uh, fuck that. Um, <laughs> uh, do you think Stafford's an okay start this week? Probably not, right? Or I mean, you like him, so what do you think? I do like him. 
And and it really just comes down to the position that the team's in. Like if they get up early, you know, they're up 14 to nothing. I don't see him doing a whole lot after that. I feel like once they get a lead, they're not worried about him slinging the rock around because he's not like that quarterback that's you're always guaranteed to win when he's slinging the rock. Mm. I do think he's one of the best. I, I think this is a hot take. I think he's one of the best passers in the league. Mm. It's hard to see because everybody sleeps on Matthew Stafford because he's, he's up like, in Detroit. Yeah, he's like a top five guy for you in, in terms of like passer. I don't know about top mm-hmm. five, but like you know, if you base it off of arm strength, mm-hmm. I have to. I mean, the dude's got an absolute sure. cannon, and it, mm-hmm. but it's just hard to evaluate him with the roster he has around him. Like, yeah, okay. he's got Kennedy, Kenny Galladay. I think they, they have Marvin Jones Jr., yep. don't they? Yep. Yeah, they got him too. So, like, I mean, they have decent receivers, but they don't have yep. any, like, they don't have enough there for me to be like, okay, Matthew Stafford, I would put him in my lineup every week. Sure. And I don't think this week's a week I would do that mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Yeah, and I'm not starting a uh, terrible quarterback in Indy, so that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, think this, I think this yeah. will be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I, I, I'm leaning that way, too. I'm definitely leaning that way. Like, I don't know if a team gets to 20 points in this game. Like, maybe. Uh, maybe it'll be, like, a 20-20-ish game. Yeah, I, I feel like that's where, we're, where I'm thinking about. Um, I mean, so, yeah, the over-under's at 50, and I'm hammering the under. In that uh, yeah, I don't normally do under stuff like that. I, I might start to get into it, but, yeah, I think that's a, that'd be a pretty good bet. I, I would feel pretty good about that. Um, well, usually I'd say life's too short to take the over, but in this <laughs> case, uh, I feel like you got to. Or the under, or? No, life's too short to take the yeah. Life's too short to take oh, okay, the under. Okay, yeah, that's okay, what I meant. Okay, yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> but in this case, I'm taking yeah. the under. Got it. Got it. Makes sense. Um, I think the one question that we have to answer that everyone's been trying to answer for forever on India is, can we trust Eli Hilton? Because I don't know. I mean, Detroit's secondary isn't that good, right? Like Akuda hasn't been playing very well this year. I don't really know who else is that good. Um, but what the do you? The only think? reason I'm gonna go with a hard no on Ty Hilton oh, is hard because no. cool. because his quarterback is Philip Rivers. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I mean I think that Detroit is going to be able like Philip Rivers doesn't have that ability to fit the football into a tight pocket anymore, mm-hmm. into that tight you know and, and fit it into a tight window because mm-hmm. he's old. He should have retired yeah. instead of leaving once he yeah. left. The I mean, he did get twenty million, but yeah, I totally get that. I mean, yes, okay, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no I understand. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for yeah, that, but yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you don't need to be playing football anymore. You're old yeah. and washed up. I don't know how you have a starting job. Yeah. Kind of feels like that, mm-hmm. but that's yeah. that's why I'm not. That's why I I don't like trusting T. Y. Hilton. I mean, I think mm-hmm. if he's going to score a touchdown, they've got to be in the red zone, unless yeah. unless Philip Rivers is throwing a you know a five yard out route and he's able to make people miss and take off. But I don't even think we've seen that this year from T. Yeah, y. we haven't. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been like up one game and then middling. Uh, he just hasn't been very good. Not excited to start him. Probably a sit. Uh, for me too. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have got Las Vegas and Cleveland. This is another game that I'm very, uh, I'm up in the air about. Um, I, it's it's uh, Cleveland is the favorite by two and a half. Um, what do, what do you think? I got to go Raiders here. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I'm more and more each week. People try to sell me on them, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I've started to lean a little bit more into it. Like, okay, yeah, they're five and two, and like you have to respect that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You look back at their roster, at the schedule and the teams that they mm-hmm. played. Yep. They haven't played anybody. This mm-hmm. roster's no different. They just lost Odell. They're gonna be. They're gonna. They're gonna be searching for. I mean, he was. He was the guy putting the ball in the end zone for him. Like, yeah, Jarvis was their lead, mm-hmm. is their leading receiver right now, but the dude's got no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Baker, he's been playing average football at best. He's had a couple yeah. standout weeks, but like, he's not doing anything crazy for me. And mm-hmm. I think that this Vegas team is better than the roster shows, or better yeah. than the record shows. Okay. Because they've they've had a tough schedule. Like they played Tampa, mm-hmm. they played Kansas City, they played Buffalo. They beat Kansas they played, City, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they beat Kansas City. Yeah. They played New England. They're a question mark. 
and they, you know, they played New Orleans sure. and beat New Orleans. So they've mm-hmm. put together some impressive, you know, wins, and mm-hmm. they've had some tough losses to good teams. I think that yeah. Vegas is on a whole nother level than Cleveland, and I think Vegas will take this one by like seven to ten. Wow. Okay, you're very confident. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, though. I think Vegas is doesn't get enough credit for how good they are because on paper they don't seem very good. Um, but I don't know. It seems to be some kind of Gruden you know, voodoo magic. But I, I mean, to be fair, I also, you know, I, I watch every game um, and I, I, I've seen Carr and he's been like, a, like a top 15 quarterback. No question for me this year. He's been very good. Um, I, I, wait, do you feel some kind of way about that? Yeah. Hit me. Uh, for the past, I don't know, like four years or something like that. I have been a huge Derek Carr fan. I mm-hmm. think he's com- super slept on, super, super underrated. And I think it was like, I forget when it was a couple of years ago when he broke his leg. Yeah. Before the playoff was, game, right? Was I was 2016. so, yeah. I was devastated because I was like, oh, this is their year. Like, I was so sold on the Raiders to go far, like, make a run, do something. And obviously that ended right then and there. But and ever since then and before that, I've been super sold on Derek Carr. And I'm glad that, like, he's actually showing up and performing at, like, his best to this yeah. point in the year. I mean, he's 13 touchdowns and two picks. I mean, yes. you, can't, you can't get much better than that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has two picks. <laughs> True. In the same game, he hasn't. Carr hasn't even done that. I don't think. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. I. I really like Carr. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy uh, with his performance this year, and with guys who, frankly, haven't been very good. I mean, he's throwing Nelson Aguilar out there. He's looking like a champ. I mean, I'm because I'm not really a Nelson Aguilar fan, but uh, he's making him look real good. And I mean, he's got two rookies. You know, Edwards and um, what's the rugs? The first rugs you were taking in the draft. Like, it, he's been making these guys look pretty good. Um, I mean, he's got Waller, obviously, who's who's really good. But, yeah, I mean, she's very surprised. The defense, though, I think we maybe need to talk about that a little bit. I don't think it's very good. I think no, it's kind of tough. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of this defense. And, I mean, you can go back and look. Like, they've, they've you know, they allowed 45 to Tampa. Mm-hmm. Granted, they are Tampa. They allowed 30 to Buffalo, 36 to New England, who has three passing touchdowns on the year. Yeah, yeah. 24 to New Orleans. Like, if they're going to win football games, their offense needs to score. Yeah. So, if they're going to play a good defense, they're kind of mm-hmm. in trouble. Yeah. And that's why I like it this week because I think Cleveland's defense is – not that great. I think they're, you know, if anybody yeah, wants to call yeah. them good, I think it's fake. I mean, they've let up 38 to Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah. 34 to Cincinnati. So, yeah. I mean, I think the first game was 35 to 32. Like, they, they, they've let a lot of points Cincinnati, but I can also see Cincinnati having a pretty good offense, but that's neither here nor there. If we're talking about the Raiders defense, I think they're very young. Um, so I, but I just think that lends them to be kind of bad. Like Carolina, kind of, they, they feel very similar. They've got a lot of young guys who I can see a lot of potential in, but they're just not there yet, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't a, think yeah. I don't think this is a this is a Super Bowl team. I can oh see yeah, him, yeah, totally. I can see him, you know, I can see him maybe you know squeaking into the playoffs, I mean, but like I don't teams, think this team. Yeah, you know, the with the seven teams, yeah. it makes it a lot different. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I I could definitely see that. I think people are underrating them, and I'm I'm glad you agree because I, I I think they're pretty good too. Um, for taking this game though, uh, I don't know. It's tough. Um, no Odell Beckham seemed to help Baker for the short amount of time. I'm not sure if that's real or not. Um. But Baker didn't look too bad against a defense that I think is pretty comparable to the Raven Raiders. So I think this is a high-scoring game. We'll see where it goes. Two and a half isn't really a great way to push me either way. But I think, God, I, I, I think I'm taking the Browns. But this is another game where I'm not sure what I'm doing. I think I'm going to take them two and a half, and I think we can take them straight up. But I could easily come around to the Raiders if I just, you know, think a little bit more. Maybe there's an injury that I missed that might Im- influence me a little bit. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see on that one. Um. But I did talk a little bit about Nelson Aguilar. How do you feel about him as a fantasy asset? Because I'm starting and picking up and starting and plug and play easy. Oh, I'd, I, I'm sold on Nelson Aguilar, at least right now. I mean, uh, they've had so many injuries right now in the in the wide receiver room for Vegas that they've kind of been rotating guys out. And plus, he's really the veteran in that, you know, in the wide, for the wide receivers in Vegas. So I think he that Derek Carr feels like he can trust him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and I think 
what Aguilar did in Philly kind of overshadows him, and, and and people don't look at him as like a, you know a good receiver because you know he didn't play great in Philly. But this year, I think he's looked tremendous for himself. You know what I'm saying? I get that. Not necessarily, not necessarily like he's looked like you know number you know top ten receiver, mm. even debatably not even top fifteen receiver. But like <laughs> he's definitely impressed me more than I thought he would for this year. Yeah, yeah. I got that. I totally got that. He he is too. That touchdown catch last week was fucking sick too. I remember that specifically. He, he he's been looking you know pretty okay. I think it's, uh, I I think Carr I feel like has been doing really well and I think he elevates those guys for sure. But yeah, I mean I I could I could see that being a real thing. I'm, I'm I picked him up in a bunch of leagues. I'm playing him. Plug and play easy. Like you said, I don't think um uh the Browns defense is that good. To be fair though, they're getting greedy back and they have Ward back, who I think are pretty good guys, but still young. Greedy definitely worse than than Ward. Ward's pretty good, but we'll have to see because I, I could see him taking rugs out and, and them just eliminating rugs, which I think is what Tampa Bay did. That's why they they held Las Vegas to to so little points. Um but yeah. Um how how you doing on time? Sorry, I want to check in because I think we're oh, like no, an hour I'm in. good on You're time, good? man. I'm right, good about right Just now. want to make sure. Perfect. All right. Um then let's see for Cleveland, um, you know, no OBJ that opens up um, a wide receiver position, um, especially for fantasy. Who do, who do you think takes over that role? Who do you think's the big guy? And do you think he's worth it to like add uh, and play? I'm gonna go Jonathan Peoples Jones out of Michigan. Oh, the six round pick, yeah. Looked, I think he looked really good last week. Granted, it was Cincinnati, sure. And teams, teams, I guess, I guess you could say necessarily didn't prepare for him. Not that I think he's like a freak that you would need to like go out of your way to prepare for. But I liked him in Michigan. I thought he did some good things when he was there. And I think that he's people are going to focus a lot more of their attention on Jarvis and the running backs that Cleveland has. And I think people will sleep on him. I don't think – this week I think he'll, he'll, he'll perform and he'll have a good week because they're going to need a second guy to be able to score. I think that, mm-hmm. that, that this game's going to be one of those shootout games. Mm-hmm. It'll be very high scoring. So I think – I mean, I could see him having upwards of two touchdowns this week. It would yeah, not surprise me if he did. Uh, so you know, how do you feel about Higgins then? Because I think people are learning more on Higgins then, right? Yeah, I think they are, but I, I just I'm right now more sold on people's judge just just because of what I saw last week. I mean, he didn't mm-hmm. obviously he hasn't played much, but I yeah, yeah. I'm still more bought in right now to people's Jones just because of you know what I saw a week ago, at least just for right now. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, starting to work in there and he's going to be more involved. I think we'll probably see more through receiver sets because they're going to want to get Landry involved and Landry's obviously a slot guy and they should use him more in the slot. And, you know, without the second running back, without without Chubb kind of feels like they should throw the ball more. Um, and I, I to be honest, I'm not sure which one I like more. Um, I did like John and Jones coming out of coming into the draft. I thought he went pretty late too, honestly. Six round pick seems way too low for him. Um, but yeah, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm a Penn State fan, so I watch, you know, Michigan and all that stuff um, a lot. Uh, and I hate them, but yeah, people Jones is pretty good. Um, I, I think he suffered in college because of bad quarterback play too. So I think that kind of like maybe hurt his hurt his uh, uh, you know, ability a, a little bit or his draft stock coming in. So I think you consider him more than that. And this is again a very good wide receiving class. So a lot of these guys, you know, push down other wide receivers. Um, and I think that probably you know all those con- conflux, I think conflux is the right word of events. You know, really um, or maybe confluence, whatever. I, I can't do words. I was a history major, not an English major. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I I, I feel like that makes him you know. A nice fantasy target to go out and like look at. I think I might be a little more, you know, sold on Higgins because he's been on the team for so long and he's been involved so long and he's been okay for leagues. But I mean, both those guys I think you can go out and get. And if you need to start him, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you could go. There's no guarantee who's gonna show up this week and who's not. Mm-hmm. But I like I I personally like people's Jones a little bit more. That's fair. I I think that's totally reasonable and totally defensible because I'm I'm a fan too. Um, but yeah, I I, I think we can go. 
with whichever one you whichever one you want, that's fine. Um, I'm not gonna. I don't think we really need to talk about the tight ends too much. I don't have even an opinion on which one you like better. But Harrison Bryant is a rookie, and I like him at FAU. He was pretty good. He was on one of my lists. I wanted the Jaguars to take him because they needed a fucking tight end. But um, yeah, I, I feel like you gotta pump the brakes on the rookie stuff and just you know look at Njoku if you want to even take one of these guys. But I don't want to take any of these guys. I don't know if you have any feelings on those tight ends for the Browns. No, I mean, I feel like well, Ninjoku's a question mark because he hasn't done much this year. And yeah. there was that talk, you know, of him getting traded. And then last mm-hmm. week he has that touchdown. Sure. I don't know that Cleveland tight end wise is, you know, <laughs> is somebody I would pick up or yeah. think about. But it'll, I'll definitely be this week will be the real test because if they're going to start to look to Ninjoku more with the loss of OBJ, mm-hmm. then yeah. obviously following this week, I'm picking up. Ninjoku right off, right off the bat. Like sure. if they're gonna throw to him more than they've yeah. thrown to him in past weeks, obviously they're gonna start to work him in more because OBJ's out for the year and that's a huge loss for yeah. them. So they're gonna need somebody to step up. Because mm, I'm pretty sure Hooper. I mean, I know he he had like an abdom, abdominal like issue. So I think he's out for like a few weeks, right? I feel like he is not coming back soon. Yeah, he's um, doubtful right now. So. Yeah, I don't think he's playing this week. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. I don't. I think you stay away from that position. But I've seen people have been like really excited to get Harrison Bryant. But we gotta remember he's a rookie. Dude, please, like, please don't pick up rookies and expect them to be good. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. For it's always ends. a question mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just doesn't happen for tight ends. All right, cool. Let us go on to Tennessee and Cincinnati. Um, the line is. I think looking at it is kind of weird. It's five and a half. Tennessee's the favorite. Um, I feel like the line's a little weird, but uh, what do you think about that game? This one, this is honestly one of the harder ones for me because I think Cincinnati is a lot better than not give them credit for because I feel like mm-hmm. people recognize that they're not terrible. Mm-hmm. They're not the team that they were in years past. Mm-hmm. But I also don't. I think Tennessee's a little bit still too overhyped. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Only because Derrick Henry, like they're just so one-dimensional. Uh, Tannehill's looked better this year. AJ Brown started to open up, and he looks, you know, mm-hmm. phenomenal right now. Yeah. But I still think this is obviously you would think let's get Tennessee off the bat because mm-hmm. sure. it's a no-brainer. They're five and one, and Cincinnati's one and five. Mm-hmm. But Cincinnati's put up, you know, they they've put up some good performances, and Joe Burrow looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He looks yeah, he does. As good, if not maybe a little bit better than I expected him to come out into the league. Mm-hmm. So he's gotten better each week. It's crazy. I'm very I would, excited. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't take. I would take the Bengals in the spread. I think this would be closer than five points. Mm, okay, but I like Tennessee <sighs> to win it. Sure, I, I don't. I think that's reasonable. Um, I think like I think probably a backdoor cover is the way you look at this, and, and you feel more comfortable about it. But yeah, I, I I could see it. I just thought the line would be, you know, it's a five and one team versus a one and five team. It's not a division game or anything like that. I thought the line would be, you know, a lot a lot farther. But uh, it just surprised me. I, I think I'm taking Tennessee. I think I'm taking Tennessee with the points. Um, but you're, I mean, you're right about uh about Cincinnati. They they have a good offense. I'm not going to talk really about the defense, but they've got good off. All right. Maybe I should narrow it a little bit. They've got good offensive weapons. Don't like the offensive line. It's pretty shit. Um, but I love T. Higgins. Um, I, I, I loved uh, not Auden Tate, but Boyd. I like Boyd. And I mean, I don't think like AJ Green, but he can catch the ball still. He can't really run. He's old as fuck, but he he can catch the ball definitely, which is nice. Um, you need those kind of guys. Um, but I think the offense is pretty good. You're right. So this could be close, but I think Tennessee's overall just like just just overall a better team. I I don't know I mean, what I else think, to say. Yeah, good. I think that this Bengals defense isn't great nope. especially against the run especially against the run i mean they allow mm-hmm. where is it they allow 133 rushing yards per game and they're going up against debatably one of the best backs in the league mm-hmm. so i think eric henry will have a very good day so if you got mm-hmm. him definitely make yeah, sure he's sure. in your starting lineup yeah but i think passing wise i don't necessarily know what 
I mean, AJ Brown will probably have a touchdown, but mm-hmm. outside of that, I mean, I think it'll be a pretty. I think it'll be a pretty close game. I see it being, you know, like twenty-four to twenty or something like that. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, not a so, Tannehill fan then? I I I am a Tannehill fan, but I don't. But I'm not at the same time. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like I think he's <laughs> a okay. good. I could pair him more to like a Kirk Cousins, but like an mm-hmm. upgraded version of Kirk Cousins. Like if Kirk Cousins was, you know, Walmart. Uh, then Ryan Tannehill's like Target, so that, that's kind of what I feel like. You know, it's a, he's okay. reliable. He knows how to hand the football off very well. He can pass the football when he needs to. He's thrown some good passes this year. You know, that have kind of impressed me that I didn't think or really know that he could do or was still able to do. But I'm not. I'm not the biggest Tannehill guy. You know, I. I just don't. I just don't think he's the quarterback to win to help a team win a championship, especially when you got Derrick Henry in the backfield. Yeah, um, as long as Derrick Henry gets like 20 to 25 carries, which I think he will, I think he'll he'll break off at least one or two uh, against the Bengals. Um, and I feel like, you know, like we saw Tennessee in the playoffs last year, this could be a game where, you know, they get up 14 nothing or Tannehill, who I really like Tannehill. Um, you know, they get up 14 nothing and get up 10 nothing and they just pound Derrick Henry for the rest of the game and he ends up scoring two touchdowns. Um, but, and, you know, keeps the Bengals offense off the field. And I don't think Tennessee's defense that bad. They're, I think you're probably right. Like their record probably doesn't reflect how good they actually are. Five and one is a little too spicy here. It's a little too big for me. Um, I think they'll end up finishing with like nine or nine or 10 wins. Honestly. Um, I think they're still a good team though, but I understand what you're saying in that, in that regard, at least. I mean, for me, it's, it's really, you got to look back at, you know, all the teams that they've played. And a lot of these teams that have these really good records, you know, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, you go back and look at teams they played. I mean, Tennessee's played Jacksonville, Minnesota, Houston. And I mean, they played Buffalo and they put a good whooping on Buffalo, which surprised me. But then you come out to Pittsburgh and they were down 27 to like nothing. (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, so, don't get me started on Buffalo, but that's okay. We'll talk about them later. That's <laughs> no, okay. Um, yeah, okay. So let's, I mean, in terms of fantasy, like I love T, um, but I'm seeing a lot of love for AJ Green that I don't feel like I want to be any part of. How do, you, how do you feel about him? Is he a startable guy this week? No, I can't, I can't start AJ yeah. Green. I yeah, think that, fuck him. <laughs> I, think it hurt, I think it hurts him that, that there's two other receivers and T Higgins and Tyler Boyd that have both stepped up and kind of, are playing well enough to be starter, like to be that number one guy there. And he's just kind of been in the shadows for so long because he's, I mean, he was hurt last year. He's always been on a terrible Cincinnati team. They've never really been playing for anything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's just, I feel like if I was him, I'd be trying to get out of there. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, old. I, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what they could really get for him, mm-hmm. if anything, but he needs to get out of there. He needs to change the scenery. Sure. He needs to go on a team where, where where he can just do his thing and kind of just clear his head of everything that happened in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, I told, he's in the last year of his contract. I I, I, I guess teams don't want to pick him up maybe because of that reason. They don't want him to be under contract, or I don't know. He's getting paid way too much anyway, so I feel like he should be trade bait. Like, I don't know why teams aren't looking for him. Like, I, I saw today, you know, Will Fuller came up, I think, in, like, the Twitter sphere of, like, oh, guys yeah, who could be moved. That. Yeah, um, but, like, well, For I, Green I Bay, they were talking about. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking, like, Green Bay, like, why don't you just, like, get, like, give, like, a sixth-round pick for A.J. Green, like, wouldn't that be like easier to solve like a little bit more problems, you know, than having to give like a second round or a first round pick for Wolf Fuller, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I think, I mean, I think he's if he goes somewhere else, I think he could be really good still. Yeah. But and I and I and I can understand kind of why teams don't necessarily want to trade for him. Like, I don't know that you'll have to give anything up for him because I don't think I don't see him resigning with Cincinnati after this year's over. And I think that yeah, might be no what way. he wants too. So he has like a decision where he can choose where he wants to go. Uh huh. But yeah, that's fair. 
But fair. I mean, I don't, I don't see him being anything, and he shouldn't be on anybody's fantasy rosters at least for the rest of this year. I just don't see him having any breakout games or doing anything crazy. I, I get that. Um, he's slow. His route running's okay. He's got good hands still, but that's really all that I see from him. Um, the only reason I'm holding on to him in leagues right now, I picked him off the waiver wire in like one or two leagues. I just want to see if he gets traded, man. If he gets traded for Green Bay or someone with like a good quarterback, I'll, I'll be about it more. But that's it, you know. Well, that was like me with Le'Veon. I drafted yeah. Le'Veon, thinking he'd be great. Mm-hmm. Dropped it when he got hurt and picked him up as soon as he got to Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think there's room for that. But once the trade deadline passed, I don't think there's much reason for Kansas City to even use, or I'm not going to say, for Cincinnati to even use him, really. Like, why yeah, even no. bother? So, like, yeah, I, I think once that passes, he's, like, a, a done off the team, for sure. Um, So you like A.J. Brown a lot. I love A.J. Brown. He was, I was looking at some rankings. He's, like, a top five guy for, for most most people, which is interesting. But um, the other guy who I saw pretty low on that team is Corey Davis. Um, I'm curious to get your opinion on him because I love Corey Davis. I don't think they're, they're definitely different players. Like AJ Brown's a fucking monster and he's huge and he, he runs really fast, but Corey Davis is a great route runner. He's finally hitting a stride. I think as long as he's not hurt. Um, do you think he's a startable guy this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do because just because of the team that they're playing against, I yeah, think Bengals that, suck. Fuck them. Uh, but it's good, but it's going to come down to how <laughs> yeah, yeah. much Derrick Henry, how well Derrick Henry plays. Cause if Derrick Henry's playing well and he's running the football, you have also no reason true. to really have it any receiver on the Titans because mm. they might as well just turn around and hand the ball off to Derrick Henry mm. and let him do his thing. Yeah. He's going to get, you know, three or four yards, I think a carry at least against the Bengals this week. Mm. So, I mean, I could yeah. see him if they're down, I would love to have Corey Davis or AJ Brown on my team, but I, I really think it comes down to how well Derrick Henry plays in regards to how, you know, where he is on my, on my roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Well, do, so do you think Johnny Smith is in a worthwhile tight end start? If you think that, like, um, if you think that uh, Henry's going to be, like, running running the ball the whole game, which I think is a fair thing to do. I, I, like I said before, I think that could very easily happen. So, um, what do you think about Johnny? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it'd be a good move because I think that a lot of teams really, especially them, they'll like that, you know, they can run a play action fake, have him, you know, run that little stick route right up the seam and just sure. hit him real quick for, you know, you know, some eight yards or something like that. And and I think that'll help him. I mean, I think he'll get, you know, and they could get to the end zone. They run that play action fake. Everybody thinks it's going to Derrick Henry. He's right there. I mean, I love, especially for Tannehill, who I'm still not sold on as like, you know, as a passer. I think that it helps t- for him to have a tight end because he's so close and you're able to get the ball to him quick. So I, I like picking up picking him up this week. Um, but moving forward, I wouldn't, you know, expect too much out of him. Okay, okay. Interesting. That, that That's that's probably fair. Um, I, I think John is probably a start because tight end is just kind of shit. So, yeah, I, I get that. Um, I think Daniel's a good quarterback, but um, and I think he's a startable quarterback this week. So I, I guess that – would you start Tannehill then? In in a in fantasy leagues, I mean, we talked about the matchup. We love the matchup, but Derrick Henry made made into might eat into it too much. Um, I feel like he's a start for me, but what do you think? Uh, I guess it would. I mean, if he's your only option, I definitely think he'll put you up some points this week. Mm-hmm. But if you can find a better guy, you know, like I mean, I know Herbert shoot mm-hmm. burrows on a lot of waivers mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, I was gonna ask. So about I would definitely, guys, yeah. I would definitely go and see if you can pick up one of those guys because I think that they'll have a better week than Tannehill will. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if he's if he's what you got, I don't think it's a bad decision to start him. Would you rather start Stafford or Tannehill? I'd rather week. start Stafford this week. Okay. Just because I like I like the matchup um, mm-hmm. against that against the Colts, I don't think they'll be able to run the football. Mm-hmm. They don't really have a huge running back, and Matthew Stafford's able to, you know, he can sling the rock. You know, he can yep. get it deep. If one of his receivers goes on a go route and he's wide open, I mean, it's going to get there. And I think that that there's more of an option for that to be the case with the Lions against the Colts than uh, for the Titans against the Bengals. 
Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm probably Tannehill over over Stafford because I think I just like Tannehill as a quarterback better and Cincinnati sh- shitter than uh uh Indy's defense, but it's it's probably closer. I I think my rankings I have them like five or six things apart, but it, it could be closer. I think it could be like I think Tannehill might be like twelve for me, and then Stafford might be like fifteen for me. Uh, it, it's definitely close. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could find better guys. Like I said, Burrow, it's tough. I I like Burrow a lot, but I think Tennessee's defense is okay. A lot of these guys are all in the same, like 10 to 20 range. So you could do worse than them for sure, but you could probably do better. Um, let's go on to new England Buffalo. This is the line is, oh God, let me pull it up. I feel like it's a lot smaller than I thought it would be, but let me just make sure. Um, yeah, okay. I've got it. Buffalo minus four. So I've, the it's it's four points, and Buffalo is the favorite. Who who do you think? Who do you got in this one? This is tough for me. I've been a big uh, big Cam guy. I've been really mm-hmm. sold on. Uh, I, obviously, being a Carolina fan. Oh, sure. And, sure. and I was hoping for you know a huge comeback. Hated the way he got you know dropped out of Carolina yeah. like he did. Mm-hmm. But with the way that they've been playing, the way he just I mean they have three passing touchdowns this year. He hasn't done a whole lot. He's been throwing a lot of picks. Buffalo, I still think, is a good team. Um, I definitely think that they're not uh, as great as we thought they were, you know, in their in their first little run that they had. But I definitely got to go Buffalo this week uh, in both of the spread and in, and in just straight up because I, I just don't see New England making a bounce back yet, especially it's a division game. It could be close, but I think that with if the Bills score more than 14 points, I think that, that New England won't be able to complete, compete with them. Yeah, um, I don't really like the Bills defense that much this year. Um, I'm definitely think they were worse than last year. Um, but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I New England just, I, I, I thought Belichick could will it. And, you know, I thought they've had a good offensive line, which they've had a good offensive line. And I thought that would be good enough. But man, Cam is just unfortunately not not there. Um, he overthrew a few receivers. You know, Edelman was open a few times um, and it just wasn't good. I I, I don't know. It, it, I don't know what's going on in New England, but um this is a must-win game for them, right? It's got to be if they want to compete in this division. And I, I can't remember the last time Belichick was was had this bad of a team, so it, it feels weird picking against them. But four points is uh, that's that's not even close to being far enough uh, away for me to consider taking New England, right? That's that's just not even close, right? Yeah, and I mean, I, I think it'll it'll come down to. I mean, everybody always says, you know, like when Cam was was in the off season and you know he's had all this motivation behind him because of what happened with Carolina and it was like oh, he's gonna come out and then this week he comes out of the comments like I know that my starting job's on the line yeah and I've still been waiting on him to like flip that switch and click that button to where he's just like 2015 cam all over again he's MVP came <laughs> all over again and I'm still waiting on it I still think it's there okay but if it's gonna show up it's not gonna be this week yeah it's not it's not gonna be this week I just it's it's tough I mean um, I, I surprisingly, um, I, I liked what I saw out of one of the New England receivers last week, and I'm totally blanking on his name, but he was their leading receiver last week. And I, I think it might've been with Stenham though. It wasn't with, uh, it wasn't with Cam when he, he got most of his catches, but let me pull up the game real quick. I, I remember watching this and be like, Oh, who is this guy? It's not bird. Cause I remember seeing bird doing pretty well and having a lot of catches and being like, Oh bird, maybe he could be interesting for New England. But, um, I'm just pulling up the stats real quick. It was, um oh jacoby myers um i he i mean i'm not saying you need to pick this guy up or you need to start him immediately but he's someone i think you can keep an eye out on for fantasy or just in general this guy had some really impressive catch times four catches for 60 yards not super impressive and a little bit in garbage time with Stenham in there but um the like contested catches you make and i like looking at testing catches you know i like route running i like people i like wide receivers you can catch the ball when they're covered um 
he looked pretty good. He's someone I just want to throw that name out there just in case he blows up and I look really cool. So that, that's that's what I'm doing out there. Um, I, I think Myers is something interesting to keep an eye on. If he plays, we'll we'll have to check on that. But um, do you, do you think Cam will uh, will keep his job? Do you think you know in like a two quarterback league where you know every quarterback is rostered? Do you think people need to pick up Jared Stenham? No, no, I don't. I don't at all. I think that yeah, Cam didn't look great last week, and he hasn't looked great at all. I mean, I'm not even sold on starting Cam, but I don't know why you'd go to Stidham because I think when he came into the game last week after Cam got taken out, I think he looked even worse than Cam did. Mm-hmm. So I don't see a single reason why anybody would want to pick up Stidham, much less even Cam right now because they yeah, both look sure. <laughs> terrible. And there's no reason to pick up, I don't think, or start any of the New England receivers, right? Like I feel like. They're, they're just they're either irrationally there or just not good or don't show up right like Edelman's probably droppable at this point right yeah I mean I have him on my team and I, I haven't even thought about him put get putting him yeah. in my lineup <laughs> yet I mean he's been hurt he's nursing like a knee injury I think it yeah. is mm-hmm. but like, like I just that, don't yeah. they're a running team right now they're strictly a running team they're one dimensional and they're not great they're not great at it but mm-hmm. that's what they are they're not going to pass the football Cam's not the great he doesn't have the greatest arm they have mm-hmm. like negative weapons basically at receiver. <laughs> So yeah, un- yeah. Until I see something, I you know I I don't trust this football team at all. Yeah, I thought Nikhil Harry was trending up for a little bit, but he hasn't really been involved. Um, and I I'm kind of feel like I'm blaming a little bit of Cam on that, but um, I, he he also just be not as good as as people thought he was. But it's also you know he's, he's only second year receiver, so we'll see third year. I still like him as a talent, but that's fine. Uh, for Buffalo, um. I, I'm coming around a lot on Cole Beasley. I think there are three wide receivers on Buffalo you can start. And I think you can start him this week. Do you, do you feel that way? Oh, yeah. I have Cole Beasley already in my starting lineup. Cole Beasley, yeah. for me, because I've had him all year, I've always picked mm-hmm. him up. I think he's always mm-hmm. just been a reliable flex guy. He's going to get mm-hmm. you 10 points. He's always somehow open for one 10-yard catch, you know, right down the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, who might get you six or seven. And I think Josh Allen is a huge fan of Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. I mean, he targeted him 11 times last week for 112 yards. With Stephon Diggs in his lineup, I think that a oh, lot yeah. of play, a lot of teams underestimate Cole Beasley in the lineup. They're more focused on, you know, Stephon Diggs. John they're Brown, more focused yeah. on, yeah, they're more focused on everybody else. And I think, you know, putting him in the slot, he's able to get open. He's quick. He's shifty. You know, he gets a, he does, he runs his routes well, himself open. And um, I think Josh Allen's always able to find him when he's open. So I'm yeah. a huge fan. Mm-hmm. I definitely got Cole Beasley in this week. And for a lot of weeks after this, in my flex spot, I won't put him in a one or two because I have Michael yeah. Thomas and Julio Jones, uh-huh. but I definitely like like Cole Beasley. Yeah, I, I think him and Allen are actually like kind of like a perfect matchup because Allen zings the ball even when it's like five yards away, and Beasley has such good hands that he collects it every time. Uh, I, I think they're kind of like a match made in heaven. I think Beasley's finally found his guy. It, it, he should literally stay with that organization until Josh Allen leaves and just follow Josh Allen all the way around because he's great with him. I, I like them both together a lot. And, I, you know, I was a little bit souring, you know, in the beginning. I was like, oh, hey, it's this, you know, it's fucking Cole Beasley. Like, what is, he's never really been good. But I think he legit can be a good fantasy wide receiver going forward. I mean, he's already been good. Like you said, he had 100 yards last week. He's he's had other good weeks. I'm pretty sure. Um, and he's just never had a bad week either, right? Like he's he's definitely has like a low floor. So no, I mean, very yeah, happy he's a, yeah, you can't you can't get yeah. upset, you know, if he gives you three points. I mean, it is Cole Beasley yeah. at the end of the day, but I mean, he yeah. surprised me this year, so I'm but, I'm all sold on him. I think this could be like a legitimate like like best year for Cole Beasley. Like he's I mean he's halfway to he's almost halfway to a thousand yards this year. Like I I I really believe this is a year for him. Um, yeah, I think he fits excited. in that offense perfectly. Like you were saying, yeah. him and yeah. Josh Allen just work well. Yeah, they really do. I'm 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 happy to see. It. I like Cole Beasley. You know, I like. Short, scrappy wide receivers, you know, gym rats, all that stuff. <laughs> Always a big fan of that of that short little receiver that just yeah. is a baller. 
yeah definitely um yeah okay uh oh okay yeah so i should talk about the other anything interesting baltimore or buffalo um who who do you think is the better running back? Is it Singletary or Moss? Because I'm coming around on Moss, kind of. I didn't like him going into the year. I thought Singletary would be the guy, but he's just outplaying him. Singletary isn't very good. I, I don't know what to say. Like, I feel like Josh Moss is just outplaying him. In fantasy especially, but in real life, too. Or yeah, Josh I've Moss? Had... What's his name? Zach Moss, right? Zach Moss? Zach Moss? Yeah, I've had... I think his Zach. So, yeah, I have Singletary on my team, and he had, like, yeah. I think he's had one good week, and every other week and it, he's it just was without Moss, too. It was without yeah. Moss. Yeah, so... I mean, I think I don't think that like I would per se have either of these guys in a starting role right now on my on my fantasy team. I think that the Bills themselves are starting to lean over more to Zach Moss and they're realizing, you know, Devin Singer's not that guy. But I also don't think that they're a super focused running team. I think that that more of their focus is going to be on passing the ball or getting Josh Allen in a position where he can run with the football. I think that's what they trust more. Right. So, I mean, I could see them being like a flex guy if you really need, you know, if, you, if you're in a tight spot, need somebody. It's hard right now to pick one over the other. For me, I have Singletary, so I got to go with Singletary just because sure. you know, I, 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 I got to stick with my guy. But <laughs> I definitely could see that flipping at some point in the near future to where Zach Moss is more of their guy. Yeah, it feels like it's trending that way, uh, for sure. But, I mean, the thing about them, you have to hold on to both of them because if, if one of them is out, the other one is very good, I think. Like like we saw with Singletary. He had, I want to say, like, one good game and then one, like, okay game, and they were both, I think, without Moss, or Moss was coming back. So that's the only time I'm willing to start Singletary. Um, and, and I don't think I'm going to start him in this game against New England. It doesn't, doesn't feel like that's – it feels like a Josh Allen game, and they're just going to put it away. Um, yeah, they have, no we'll reason, see. they have no reason not to leave the ball in Josh's hands and just let him eat. Yeah, we'll see. Division games are tough. I probably won't bet on it, but I got Buffalo. Um, and now we're moving on to the Chargers in Denver, both two and four teams, um, which is interesting to me because um, I I don't know. I just feel like we wouldn't be here at this point. <laughs> but here we are. Um, the line is I want to say it's close. Yeah, it is uh, three and uh, Chargers are the uh, favorite. And I want to say this is in L.A. So I think that's the reason why they're three or whatever. Um, but who, who do you got on this one? Uh, it's actually this is this game's actually at mile high. Is it? OK. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm picking Chargers all day long. Okay. Uh, I'm a huge Chargers guy, okay. and I love Justin Herbert. I love what they've been doing, mm-hmm. and and I, I have no other anything to say about <laughs> that. I love that offense. I think they've okay. been doing well, but I'm completely sold on Herbert. I wish he w- I was hoping he would have started earlier. I mean, obviously they couldn't do that. They had Tyrod. He was good, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm all sold on the Chargers. I think that they'll they're going to come out. They'll probably finish like eight and eight. But I think with Herbert now, he's catching his stride, and I don't know. That there's much getting in their way other than the rest of the teams in their division. Um, I am not a big Herbert fan. Uh, I was not coming into call or coming out of college. Um, I think he's looked better than what I thought he could have been so far, but, uh, we got Denver, we got the, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, and then we got Miami coming up. I want to see how he does against Denver and how he does against Miami before I move the needle and how I feel for fantasy wise. I'm very happy to have him. Cause he slings the ball deep. They got guys open. That guy, Goiton, G. Gooden, or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. He he's open. He was open for two big passes downfield, uh, or, or two or three big touchdowns in the past three weeks. Which you know, to be fair, uh, for the Chargers and for Herbert, he's had like three or four like open touchdowns that no one was on these guys, uh, and he's gotten touchdowns from that. So I feel like these stats are a little bit misleading, uh, so far, and I think he's pretty inaccurate a point kind of makes some dumbest decisions still but he is a rookie you know we'll see but i think these next you know denver and miami games will be real interesting to watch to see if we think josh allen is actually a good player because i'm really not sold on him uh personally but he has good weapons too like i thought mike evans would have a way better game last week than he did against the jags but he really didn't it was the keenan allen show um yeah what's up 
Yeah, either way, I'm not upset. I mean, I got Herbert as my starting quarterback oh, sure. in fantasy right now. And I mean, he put, up 40, was, yeah. he put up 40 for me last week and won me the game. So, I mean, I got to stick. I got to stick with my guy. Yeah, no, I understand for fantasy, too. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of him for fantasy. Um, But as a real life quarterback, I think he makes some pretty dumb decisions so far. And I want to see him against a good defense. I know Tampa's a good defense, Um, but he had like two breakaway touchdowns that he did nothing on that got for most of his yards and most of his touchdowns. So I, I'm not really sold on that. But I mean, the receivers are good. He, they seem like the guy Goiton and the, the guy they got from like the CFL or the AFL Parnum or whatever. He seems like he's a touchdown machine. I think he's got like three catches and two touchdowns. Um, So he's got some guys that I, that I like on the offense, but um, him as a quarterback, just not a huge fan. But um, again, for fantasy, I like Herbert for fantasy. I picked him up wherever I could because he had an easy, he has an easy schedule and, uh, he's got receivers. So I'm into that for sure. Um, but, sh- sh- uh, talking about this game, sh- uh, straight up, I think, I think I have to take the chargers and I think, you know, I have to take them with the points too. In, in mile high, does that change anything for me? Uh, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I, I don't think so at all. Uh, I, I'm pretty happy to have Keenan Allen and all those guys, you know, wreck, wreck shit. But, um, do you think Denver is a good defense? Are you worried about Denver's defense at all? Uh, yeah, playing Denver, right? Yeah. I don't think, uh, right now, no. I mean, I think that the loss of Von Miller's definitely hurt them this year, and I, d- I definitely think you can see that. I think that health, in a general sense, has hurt this team all year around. Sure. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm not sold on them. I definitely think that they have a lot of pieces, not a lot of pieces. They got some, they got some, a lot of fixes that they need to find. They're all little, and I think that, you know, they can, they can be tweaked. This year, I don't think, you know, it, it's clearly not their year, and I think that, uh, next year, I think the defense will look a lot better, especially once they're able to get, uh, you know, Von Miller back. Uh, they have somebody else missing, don't they? Didn't somebody else go down with this with something for Denver? Um, I can't is, remember. Who is it Isaiah did, Simmons? But... Is he injured? No, well, he's in. He's in. I was gonna say he's in Arizona. Uh, it's so, guy, what's his name? Simmons. He they tra- he signed him. He was he was traded from from. Uh, God, what's his name? Is it Justin Simmons? What's the guy's name, dude? I'm sorry. He, he was traded from Tennessee for like a six round pick, and I thought it was a steal. I think he might be injured. He might be the guy, but I'm. I'm unsure. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Jarrell Casey. That's what I'm thinking of. God, I don't know why I'm thinking of Simmons, but I don't know who the other guy is. Is there another guy injured? I, I know I'm Vaughn was. Sick. I feel like there was. It's possible nah, there might like not a linebacker. Be. Uh, no? Okay. Eh, I know. I mean, uh, Justin Simmons is also the safety I was thinking of, who's very good. I like Justin Simmons a lot. Um, I think the defense is, is pretty good. Um, I'd love to, I really want to watch this game. I'm very excited to look. I'm looking forward to it. Um but yeah, I mean, I hate the offense though. That's really my biggest issue with Denver. Why I lean Chargers on this? The offense just isn't good. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I mean, I, I think Locke. they I hate yeah. him. He's terrible. They don't have any. They don't have any real weapons either. I mean, Fant's been okay. Yeah, Judy hasn't been great. So. Think about think about Judy is that I I think he will be very good eventually. I think Locke is really holding him down though. Um, Judy's still a great route runner. He had those drops in the beginning that he seems to correct it, but I don't know. Locke isn't really looking his way, and I think he's open a decent amount, too. He's, he's a great route runner. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he's the only guy there, so it's kind of tough for him to take on that role, you know? Uh, like, like you know, we have guys like CeeDee Lamb and T. Higgins and Justin Jefferson who are all having really good years, but they're on teams with other really good wide receivers. Like, Jerry Drew's having to do it by himself, you know? And I, I don't think—I uh, think that kind of just, like— uh, shows why he isn't doing as well as those other guys personally. But um, I like him as a talent. Just this offense isn't very good with lock of the center and no real offensive line that I think of. The defense is good, but yeah, I think you got to take the chargers just, just straight up. I think this is pretty easy. Um, if we're talking about, I, I do want to talk about the running backs though for, for Denver. Um, do you like Lindsay or do you like Gordon better? I know Lindsay's hurt now and I know he got hurt in the game. I don't know if they're actually playing, but um, who do you like better? Like long-term, I guess. Long term, I got to go Philip Lindsay. I think he put together yeah, two good. good seasons in his yeah. past two years. And I really, I mean, I was looking forward to watching him play this year. Obviously, injury has been holding him back and holding him down. But I think, I think in the long run, they should, they should pick 
Philip Lindsay over Gordon, all of that. Yeah, um, I just think, uh, yeah, I, I like Lindsay as, as a guy going forward, too. He had some great ones last week before he got hurt. I, he could have easily had 100 yards, like very easily could have had 100 yards last week. I, I love it. Um, but I think the thing about Lindsay is that he is, you know, a small guy, and I'm not sure if that's contributing to his injuries, but the kid gets, he got 200 carries the year before, uh, last year, and then the year before he had 200 carries. Like, he's a great spellback that gets, like, 40% of the carries. Like, let Melvin Gordon take, like, 20 carries, let Philip Lindsay have 15, and then also get, like, the same amount of yards. And I think that's, like, the best way to do it. And I like Philip Lindsay going forward uh as my guy too he just seems like a better runner just can't get hurt and probably can't rush as often as melvin gordon does right i kind of feel like that's the one downfall does that make sense right yeah i mean i think it makes perfect sense yeah yeah i i i think they're both okay though but i mean if one of them's out like if melvin gordon's ever out or philip Lindsay's ever out like gordon's been good uh at least for fantasy wise like he's gotten touchdowns and he's been you know fine on the ground um you know, doing that. So I think for fantasy wise, if one of those guys are out, that's an easy one. Don't worry about Royce Freeman. He's fucking trash and he's never involved. So not really an issue there. Um, but yeah, uh, how do you um, feel about uh, Tim Patrick? Because I feel like you can't trust this guy. <laughs> like he's he's done this in the past to us. Like he's had two good games before and then dipped away. But do you, do you think he's a guy you want to own or start? Because I'm, I'm not doing it. No, I don't think I'm doing it either. Um, I mean, it's not a guy. It's just it's just hard. I mean, <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Okay. Uh, I just, I'm still not sold on it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think I will be. Uh, and 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 it, it hurts because he has Drew Locke, like you've said, and and yeah, I think does. that eventually they, not necessarily him, they could get something going, you know, with Drew Locke and the receivers. But you know, as long as Drew Locke's back there, I don't see him having any spot and any need to be in anybody's fantasy lineups. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. All right. Cool. Um. <laughs> I don't think there's much else. I mean, do you, oh, well, Mike Williams seems to be getting a lot lower rankings than I thought he would. Do you, how do you feel about him uh, this week, I guess, versus Denver? Oh, I, li- I love that. I mean, I like him. Yeah. I like any, any really, not necessarily any receiver, but like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I, if you have either one of them, I would start him this week going up against the Broncos. Yeah. I don't think that their defense is tremendous. I think that, like we said, Justin Herbert slings a rock. He can get mm-hmm. the ball to you if he needs to. Yeah. And I, I think, I think I know one of them for sure will have a breakout big game, but the other one's going to have, you know, they'll still have a pretty decent game, you know, 70, 75 yards, maybe a touchdown for them. So it's really going to be one of, one of the two of those receivers is going to have a really good game. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's Mike Williams this week. Yeah, me neither. Um, I'm, I'm again, I'm surprised that Jaguar shut him down. Although I think Sidney Jones and CJ Henderson did, did a pretty good job on him, but yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, I think he's really good. And I think people are kind of sleeping on him. He's definitely a buy low guy for me. Um, especially after last week in Jacksonville. I, I I like him a lot. And like you said, I, I can't deny Herbert does make some good throws sometimes, especially deep. And if you can get the ball to Mike, Mike Williams in his vicinity, because he's got, you know, fucking huge arms, it, it's going to be great. Um, I think I think you'll be real happy about that in this game too, for sure. Um, All right, let's go to San Fran and Seattle. Um, This is a line that I don't get, but maybe it's just a bias, but it's two and a half. Seattle's the favorite. Who you got on this one? I think... I, I think I got to go with Seattle. I don't know necessarily in the line. Uh, they didn't – it very much surprised me last week, them, with Arizona. Um, yeah. And falling in that game. I mean, I don't think that that's something that you're going to regularly expect. I think Arizona's had a good week. I think Arizona slept on. Um, but I see Seattle winning this. I think the 49ers have just been plagued with so many injuries all yes. year round. Um, and it's like once they get one guy in the door, another guy's leaving because he's, you know, he's got some injury. They've been able to fill those holes pretty well, but I think against Seattle, uh, especially with most of the 49ers' injuries being on the offensive side, yeah. 
Uh, and because Seattle's defense isn't that great, and I think that if the 49ers were healthy, I would definitely take the Niners in this game. But I think that the injuries are going to hurt them. And I got to go Seattle, but I, mm-hmm. I want to say it'll be closer than three. Okay, interesting. Um, I'm taking Seattle. Uh, I'm taking Seattle uh, two and a half, uh, minus two and a half. Pretty easy for me. I think Seattle's the, probably the best team in, in that league. They traded for Dunlap today. That was pretty good. Oh, um, yeah, I did see that. I forgot. Yeah, that. He's, he's pretty good. They, they definitely probably needed pass rush help, which I think he'll definitely come in handy for. Um, Jamal Adams is back, I want to say, next week. I don't think it's this week, but Jamal Adams is back next week, so I don't think we expect him this week. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Seattle's just, uh, like you said, Russell Wilson turning the ball over three times, That that's just an anomaly. Like, look, we saw... Um, Aaron Rodgers do the same thing against Tampa Bay and they rebounded next week and did really well. I, I expect a very similar thing to happen to Russ. I don't think the 49ers are that good of a team. They are the best team, uh, best offensive line blocking in space that I've seen probably ever since I've been watching films. LeBron in the past like five years, really. Um, I, I absolutely love them in space and I love the running back, even though it's their fifth running back. I love Jermichael Hasty this week. Jermichael Hast- Hastley, Hastley, whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Um, but, you know, wh- whoever is really running behind that offensive line, super excited about. But in terms of winning the game, look, San Fran, like you said, their defense is hurt. They don't have Sherman. They don't have Ford. They don't have, uh, is there any other guys that I'm missing? I feel like it's just those two. But, I mean, they lost to Forrest Buckner to play some with Javon Kinlaw. He's, you know, fine, but he's a rookie. He's not as good. Um, the defense just isn't as good. I know Nick Vanette, or not Nick Vanette, the cornerback Vanette. I, I, is it Nick Vanette? Am I, am I right? Do you know that? His name, the cornerback. Um, no, I God, don't what's his name? Let me fucking figure it out. Yeah, um, I know it's. I'm pretty sure it's been it, but he's he's been really good. Oh, Verrett, sorry, Jason Verrett. That's it. Okay, he's been really good uh, this year. He's. I think I saw like one of the stats that he he's let up like less than a hundred yards on like uh, close to like I think like two hundred snaps or something like that. Like he's been he's been really good. Um, so at least they have one guy stepping up. Um, and the defense isn't that bad. I love Warner. He's really good. Um, Eric Armstead's fine. I think it should have paid Buckner instead of him, but it's neither here nor there. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like this this team is not. It's just it's just not that good. It's a pretty middle of the road team. I have them missing the playoffs. I think they're seven and nine, eight and eight team in a very tough division. Like we just saw Atlanta take down Seattle. They can uh, not Atlanta. I'm sorry, Arizona just take down Seattle. This is this is a division that's going to eat itself alive. But I think San Fran's probably the worst team here. So I think you just got to take. Uh, Takes Seattle and ride with him. Just ride with Russ because there's just no way I'm betting against that guy <laughs> ever. No, and it's know? very. He yeah. makes it very hard to. I mean, I don't. I don't know anybody in their right mind who's like Russell Wilson. Yeah, I'm picking against him. I just. I just can't make that. It's hard yeah. for me to even say that sentence to go against him. <laughs> yeah, like, like we're talking about Jimmy G, who I think is a system quarterback, which isn't a bad thing. I, I don't think when people say that, I think it's like got a negative connotation. But I think Jimmy G is a system quarterback in the system, which is fine for him. But I mean, we're talking about Russ, and this just it's just not close. No, um, not even. Yeah. Do you, uh do you um do you like Jermichael Hasty, right? Do you like him or do you like McKinnon this week or do you like any of these running backs for San Fran to start in fantasy? It's it's hard. I mean, they've been able to take really no-name running backs and do something yes. with them in, in weeks mm-hmm. past. I mean, we even saw that in the playoffs last year. Um mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see a reason not to pick either of those guys up and and you know, if you need a flex position, I'm sure they're going to put up some points mm-hmm. um, you know, for you. Are they going to have any breakout games? Are they going to be a guy you can rely on week mm-hmm. in and week out? No. No, I don't even think that's like a question at all. Okay. Um, for me personally, I'm not touching them. I'm not picking them up. I think Seattle you know, is, is going to be able to handle them. I think that the 49ers are going to be forced to pass the football around a little bit. Probably. Um, but I, and I, so I don't, I don't see either of those guys you know, being, being a desirable pickup for anybody this week. 
Okay, interesting. I, I like Casey. I'm, I'm going to start because I think the line is just, it doesn't matter who's there. I think the line is just very good. We saw Jeff Wilson get three touchdowns last week. Like, that was mostly the line, I think. And I like Casey. He had this one really, really good run last week where he stopped on a dime, made like two really sick cuts. And I don't want to go off just like the one play, you know, or like that. And he only had like five or six attempts or maybe it was closer to 10. But um, I, I, I liked a little bit of what I saw and I love the line. So I, I think I, I think he's a plug and play guy. I picked him up for that reason. But, you know, they say they were resting McKinnon for the past two weeks and he just hasn't played. But, I mean, why why wouldn't you throw him on the IR designated to return if he's not going to play the third week back, right? So I feel like he's going to be involved. So maybe not maybe not as plug and play as I initially thought, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like them both because I just think I like the line, and I think the way they try and win this game is through the defense, um, as hard as it may be, and uh, and running the ball. So we'll see how that goes. But I think you know you just you just take Russell Wilson because you're going to watch him throw five touchdowns uh, as he rebounds DK Metcalf. So <laughs> I think that's just what it is. Um, if I'm, I'm pretty sure we're not going to see Carson this week. Um, I think we're going to see Carlos Hyde. Do you, do you like Carlos Hyde this week to start? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see there being a reason not to. I mean, I think Chris Carson's played well. And I mean, I don't know if that's just Chris Carson being Chris Carson or if, you know, that offense is just able to, yeah, I mean, and I, and I like Carlos Hyde. I mean, I think he could be, you know, a stable, you know, replacement for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you have Chris Carson, I definitely would go and pick up Carlos Hyde, um, mm-hmm. at least for this week. I yeah. mean, I think if they're up in crunch time, they're just gonna get, they're just gonna hand the ball off, you know, run the ball. Um, sure. So they'll definitely get a lot of touches, a lot of carries. But uh, I, yeah, I, I don't have anything against him right now. Um, yeah, uh, that that's fair. Um, I, I know he's kind of dealing with an injury too, and I think DJ Dallas is some wonder, or maybe it's Homer, one of these guys, DJ Dallas or Travis Homer, one of these other guys are dealing with injury. I feel like you just got to go with whatever guy you can get your hands on that's going to play and then just go with it. Uh, does that make sense? Right. Does that, that feel reasonable? Yeah. I mean, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think any of these guys are special. Carlos Hyde, definitely not special, but I, I I think if I, I don't know if I had to pick, I don't know. It just depends on the healthy guy. That's what I'm going to go with. That, that seems fine. Um, all right, we only got a few more games left to go. We've got New Orleans and Chicago. The line is four points, and uh, oh, I just want to see New Orleans healthy, man. You know, I, I, if they're healthy, this is an easy one for me. But are we seeing Michael Thomas this week? Are we going to see Emmanuel Sanders this week? I know we got Janoris Jenkins back last week, but uh, I don't know. Like, what, what's the deal here? Do you, do you like Chicago even maybe a little bit, or with the points, what do you got? No, I can't. I can put no trust <laughs> in Chicago. I had trusted Chicago <laughs> last week. I played a teaser bet. Uh-huh. Ooh. Where I gave them seven points, had them plus thirteen, and they still blew it for me. Mm-hmm. I have no faith in the Chicago team right now, and it's probably <laughs> because I had a terrible week with them last week. Um, I mean, I'm hoping we also see Michael Thomas in this game. He's been sitting on my yeah. fantasy team for <laughs> how many weeks now, and I haven't seen him put up a point. I need him desperately. Um, so I'm hoping we've seen him this week. Every week, I think I'm seeing him. Something comes up, something happens. Um, but I think if there's a week that we've seen that where there's the best chance for him to play, I think it's right now. I think it's this week. Um, I think if he comes back against the Bears, I think that Drew Brees with Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas both in the offense, regardless of if, if Emmanuel Sanders plays, mm-hmm. I think they're going to have a great week. Uh, and I don't think Chicago's going to be able to stop him, especially if Michael Thomas is in that lineup. He's he's just mm-hmm. too good. I mean, unless he comes back playing a little bit, you know, last sure. year he hasn't played in a while. But mm-hmm. I think if he's Michael Thomas – he's gonna have a good day um do, so you're not afraid of the bears defense at all i, I know you're you're may, maybe feeling a little bit now the, the aftershocks are over monday night but would do you do you feel like the bears have a good defense i feel like they're a top five defense and i'm I'm scared to start like thomas even if healthy or, or if they you know healthy with quotation marks around um i i don't know i'm, I'm definitely worried like jalen johnson's playing really good the whole defense is playing great um yeah i don't know that that scares me a little bit does, does it scare you 
I mean, it, it does, and I and I, and I mean, last week definitely plays a role in in my thoughts currently on them because mm-hmm. I thought they were a lot better than what they showed last week. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they just let the, it looked like the Rams just had it easy and they were moving the ball down the field. Also, they were helped by the punter uh, who just had the craziest punts I've ever seen in my life over the course mm-hmm. of a game. But um, I mean, yeah, they're good. I think they're a solid defense, and I think they can make some stops. But I think that Drew Brees is just gonna. If Michael Thomas is back, he's going to feel like he has all his weapons, uh, or at least all his best weapons, and I think that they'll. Mm-hmm. I see that I see them winning by at least a touchdown, if not more. Yeah, it's it, four points isn't enough for me to push Bears because I hate Nick Foles. I think he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL starting right now. I agree I think, with that. Yeah, I think they should go back to Foles. Uh, not Foles. I think they should go back to Mitch. Honestly, um, I just yeah, the Bears defense. I saw that uh, Robinson is in the concussion protocol, which is also bad, but. Oh, God, I don't know. New Orleans definitely is, is getting more healthy, more of a complete team, but I'm, I'm not starting. I, I think you, like, anyone, I guess, even if Michael Thomas plays, I'm not sure that I want to start him. I'm sitting, like, everyone except Kamara uh, on the New Orleans offense for me. Even Jared Cook, I'm sitting him, too. Because um, I just, I think the Bears defense is that good, and I don't think New Orleans offense is that good. Um, but the defense is getting healthy and good. I love Janoris Jenkins. I mean, I don't think the Bears are going to do anything either, so I think you got to go New Orleans, and uh, I am sitting all my New Orleans players. Um, and for Chicago, I... I'm kind of sitting all those guys too, right? Like I picked up New Orleans defense in a bunch of places because fucking Nick Foles has gotten very lucky on the past two game or the two games before this one. And he finally ran into a team that was actually competent enough, not like Atlanta to actually put defensive stops out there. Um, and, and I think this could very much happen here. It just worries me like going down all this stuff though. I've got a lot of, I don't have any teams that are underdogs right now, you know, like I've got, yeah. I think we got the jets and the stuff and I, I'm just worried that like I need to take some underdogs, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I just, I just can't. I mean, no, it's I want to. Yeah, I want to. I mean, at least just in this game. I mean, obviously, I could take, I could take underdogs all day. I love picking the underdogs, but not in this <laughs> game. The Bears hurt my feelings too much for me to, for me to forgive them right now. So I'm just gonna, totally I'm gonna ride the Saints wave as much as it hurts me as a Panthers fan to pick the Saints, but yeah. gotta go with it. No, that's fair. That's totally fair. Um, do you do you get my assessment though about like the, the like I'm probably not starting any of these guys in this game. Do, do you no, I mean I would yeah. not start anybody for Chicago. I think that they yeah. put up such a poor performance last week that they mm-hmm. that they basically benched themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. Michael Thomas, where you're coming from. For mm-hmm. me, I've just been so hopeful on him to come back that I feel like I, I, I have it. no option but to play him. If he does terribly, yeah. okay, but he played. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be better. I'll be better with him getting one to two points than having zero. So <laughs> totally fair. Totally fair. Um, yeah, yeah, I think, I don't think there's much else to say about that. All right, cool. Let's talk about Dallas and Philly. Uh, you know, battle for the division lead should be super fun. Um, I, I think we're going to see the rookie for Dallas, right? I think we're going to see. Oh, Ben Denucci. Yeah, I was going to say he's got a very Italian name. Um, so I, do you know anything about Denucci? I, I mean, I know he went to JMU. Uh, I yeah, used to, I watched their. Oh my God, that's. I, oof. Yeah, I watched their national championship when he was there. Uh, you know, I was never, never a huge fan of him. Uh, obviously, I didn't really know him, you know, know him yeah. much. I don't, I don't go there. I haven't played much attention to Jamie football, sure. but um, I mean, and and what he saw last week, I mean, his first throw to Amari Cooper was phenomenal. He looked great. Yeah. He had yeah. one great play. That was like, a long throw. Yeah, you should clip that play and keep it in your memory for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, Will you have another one like that. I don't know. <laughs> I I can't I can't stand the Cowboys at least this year. I love Dak so much, but outside of him, this team is terrible. Yeah, the secondary is just a, such a mess. It's such a mess. It might be the worst secondary in football, like hands down. Like they're like, like very much tears below. It's really bad. Um, and the offensive line is bad. And yes, Zeke awful. doesn't look good. And it, it's just it's. Go- I mean, I know they're hurting the offensive line, so like that's why Zach Martin was in, in a concussion protocol or he got something hurt. Like it's just it, it's not looking good. They got three good receivers, and they got Zeke, who's been a pretty average running back, honestly. Um, and 
that's about it here, right? Like that that's just about it, I think. Yeah, I mean they have they have on paper what a team yeah, that should like should win Super Bowls debatably. Yeah. And and honestly right now, I mean, I know that there's all this question about paying Dak. And yeah, I guess he I get he's hurt, and I guess like he might not yeah. be the same Dak. But based off what you're seeing from the difference between the <laughs> Dak football team that you had and the yeah. Ben DiNucci, Andy Dalton team you have, if you're not paying that man like $100 million right now, <laughs> I don't know what Jerry Jones is thinking. Yeah. This, this team helps. is yeah. awful without him. Yeah, it absolutely helps his, um, his case, I think, for, for getting a contract in the offseason. Very, very much. I, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just, like, hoping Van Der Esch can come back okay, but he's always hurt. Like, I just, ah, man, I don't know. Diggs hasn't been very good. They got... Jalen Smith and, and Roquan Smith, right? That's the other guy. Or Alden yeah. Smith, right? Or whatever. Not Roquan Smith. He's in the Bears. Um, like these guys were supposed to be good. Like we have Vanderesh. We got Smith. We got Sean Lee. We got the other Smith. We got Lawrence. And they're just their defense is shit. Like they can't get enough pressure, I guess, to make the second to make up for the secondary that's been terrible and lost. It, it just it it, it blows my mind. The offensive line is trash. Um, so I think we're we're going uh, the line for this game is what it's eight and a half now. I think it was seven and a half before. We're going Eagles, right? Minus eight. Oh, and I'm half. going Eagles all day. I'll take the Eagles by fourteen <laughs> if it was an option. I have yeah, zero I faith in the Cowboys. Yeah. I think Carson Wentz is better than people have have been giving him credit for this year. Well, all right, he hasn't played great, but I still think, especially going against this Cowboys team, this could be a game that really might give him his confidence back a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think we we're seeing the Eagles get more healthy too. I think we saw that uh, Jackson regular both practiced uh, or, or were day to day. They're trending upward. Lane Johnson, you know, got hurt, but I think he's trending upward to play. Um, Jason Peters, I think, is also pra- back at practice or either getting close back to practice. So it's possible we see these guys play against Dallas. And if Eagles get like a lot more healthy, especially on the offensive line, I, I I don't think there's any way you take the Cowboys. But Danucci, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's a ringer, dude. Maybe he just you know showed some pretty bad stuff, and then it's a division game. We see what happens, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be very curious, but I still got I got the Eagles without a doubt in my mind. It's hard to pick against. It's hard to pick against Eagles. I totally agree with that. Um, but and I think Eagles have a pretty average defense. They have a pretty average team overall. This team's gonna win like seven games, I, I think, and that's gonna be enough for the division. I think at this point, right? Yeah, and so, then enough I mean, enough for them to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I do. I can't. Yeah. There's, there's no way this team wins a playoff game. It's in the NFC. Maybe in the AFC. Maybe. But in the NFC, uh, there's no way. Not a shot. <laughs> there's no way. Um, do you like any of the Eagles wide receivers? Because, I mean, we someone's going to be good against this this defense, right? I think it's just kind of like a crapshoot. Like, I'm probably leaning Ward right now because um, I think he's a better deep threat than Fulham, and Fulham's going to get more attention. Uh, but do you, do you have a guy, or do you think all of them for the Eagles because Dallas is so bad? I've been big on Fulham. Um mm-hmm. Just, I mean, not big on him. Like, obviously, he hasn't, you know, this is really the first time I've ever seen him. But I think that they've been using him well, and he's been showing that he could be, you know, a guy that they can rely on as as a good, you know, consistent receiver. Um, and I think I think he'll be good enough against this Cowboys team. I mean, I think I could run a route against this Cowboys defense and probably catch a football or two. So um, <laughs> I really think if you have an option, you have an Eagles receiver that's, you know, whoever it is, I'd pick him up. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, all of them have a touchdown this week. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, I think Greg Ward's probably more available than Fulgham at this point, right? Um, but I, th- I like I both of them. It's kind of hard to put them. I, th- I think in my rankings, they're literally back-to-back, and they're like 25. Like, it's just might as well. Um, if Dallas can't rush the passer, uh, and, you know, the Eagles have, like, a decently built-up offensive line, like some of those guys are getting back, like I said, Pierce or Lane Johnson, I think this is not going to close. Because, you know, Carson hasn't been bad this year. He hasn't been good, but it's also hard to tell with all the pressure he's getting. It's just hard to look at it and be like, oh, he's bad now. Oh, he's good now. It's like, eh, there's too much pressure to even tell at this point, you know? Yeah, exactly. 
yeah, so it's tough. And the Eagles have a pretty decent defense, so I'm, I I think they can hold Dallas in check if Danucci is shit. And I don't know how James Madison quarterback is going to do in his rookie year against the Eagles defense, uh, so we'll have to keep an eye out. But I don't think it's going to be good. Um, all right, let's do the last game. We've got Tampa Bay and the Giants. The line is 10 and a half. Uh, obviously, in favor of the Buccaneers. Who you got in this one? Um, obviously taking the Bucks, but these 10-point double-digit spreads yeah. still scare the mess out of me. I definitely think that the Bucks will cover. I don't see a reason they don't. I think the Giants are, are, are awful, and I think Tampa is starting to come together to be the team that we expected them to be. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I definitely like – I barely like the Bucks in the spread, but I could see them taking it by two touchdowns. Yeah, the spread the spread's a little scary just because I think the Giants have a very underrated defense. Um, but the offense is just it's too shit to like going against the Buccaneers defense, which is um I think maybe even not even coming to better. I think they've got one of the best quarter cornerback, cornerback uh trios in the entire league. And uh I, I just don't see the Giants doing anything against the, the Buccaneers defense. Um the offensive line is shit. They've got good pass rushers, and I expect Shaquille Barrett to get like three sacks. Um, you know, I don't think he's, he, I don't think he's had that many sacks this year, but he's still pretty good. Um, I just, the giants offensively, I don't think he can do anything. And the bucks can score like Tom Brady's been great this year. Um, so I, I, I think we got, I think I'm going to take the, the 10 and a half with, t- with the Buccaneers, but, um, I still really like the giants defense. It can't be, can't be underestimated how good it is. And I think Bradbury specifically is going to match up a lot with, um, uh, with, uh, Mike Evans. And I think that's kind of a problem for him and fantasy. I've lowered him a decent amount where it's possible that you have guys better that you want to start over him. Um, do you, do you feel like that makes sense? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I've liked James Bradbury. I thought he was great in Carolina. Yeah. I was yeah, upset was. to see him go. Um, but I still think he's a good corner and I definitely think he will, uh, provide a, a, a matchup that'll, that'll definitely be something to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely hard cause I mean, Tampa right now outside of, um, you know, Mike Evans, they're at receiver at least. I mean, they're not shorthanded, but they're not looking like what they were at the beginning of the season now that Chris Godwin's out. Right, Godwin, but yeah. I think I think the real highlight this week, if you have the option to pick up Gronk, I think that's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. He's performed well the past yeah. two weeks now. Yeah. And I think especially going up against the Giants, I think he'll have another breakout game. So I think I agree with you that uh, I think Mike Evans will be shut down a little bit more than we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. But I think Gronk will pick up the pace for him. Yeah, I got that. Um, I, 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 uh, I, hated Gronk coming this year at his ADP and stuff being drafted at, but uh, I'm seeing some really good stuff on film. And I think that's probably because OJ Howard isn't playing anymore. You know, RIP in peace. I miss that guy so much. Um, If you just stay healthy, he'd be good. Uh, But yeah, no, Gronk is looking really good. I think he's, you're right. He probably could be the best receiver on the team, or at least the most consistent receiver like week to week now with Godwin being hurt. Um, And Mike Evans still dealing with an injury. Um, But what about Antonio Brown, man? He's not going to dominate this week, or I don't think he'll play early. Well, no, he's not. He's not allowed to play this week. Yeah, actually. right, right. Oh, because I, I was looking up beforehand. Right. True. Yeah, something like that. I was looking that up because I was like, if he's playing this week, I'm put. I'm picking him up as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think. I, I, I mean, up, if okay. he was playing this week, I would definitely pick him up. I think he would play very well. But um, I definitely like him moving forward. Uh, mm-hmm. If we're just going to go with the Bucks, I mean, I would definitely pick him up with Chris Godwin being out. Yeah. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I just think that AB will fill in the gap as long as he's able to keep his mental straight. I think <laughs> true. He'll do well. Yeah, very true. Um, that is tough. I, I like Scotty Miller a lot in this game, too, because I don't think Bradbury will be on him too much. Um, and Brady takes at least two or three shots downfield every every week to him. And Brady's got a good deep ball. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I think he's a guy I'm very interested in taking. Uh, honestly, he might be the best wide receiver on the team this week, and kind of hands down for me even, because uh, of Bribery's just just single factor of shutting down wide receivers, which he really has been able to do. The only guy he really isn't shutting down this year is like Terry McLaurin, and he held him for like seventy seven yards on seven catches, which is pretty good for McLaurin. So, 
Um, yeah, I, I, I worry about him, but I like Scotty. I like Gronk a lot too. Um, I love, I think the real thing is both these running backs because Tampa has a great offensive line and, uh, the giants have a very good defensive line too, but man, I love Rojo and I love Lenny. They're very similar running backs, but man, I love them both. They're both going to pound that defense very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, I think the bucks will take this game handily and I think it'll, and I think we'll just, it'll just cement them as more of just the dominant team. One of the most dominant teams right now in the league. I mean, I don't think that they would per se, uh, beat the Seahawks or mm-hmm. they put up a great competition against Green Bay, but um they beat oh they Green Bay. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think I think they do uh compete against them well. Do you think they're the best team in the division? They better than New Orleans? They better than Carolina? Yeah, no, I definitely think okay. they're they're one hundred percent right now. And I mean the first few weeks I was definitely questioning it heavy. Uh mm-hmm. even when they only they you know, I mean they played Carolina and didn't beat them by a whole lot. True. Uh and Car- I don't think Carolina's that great of a football team right now. But uh, I definitely have them at the top of the NFC South. And I yeah. think they'll come away with it. Would they play them like week two or three though, right? Yeah, it was early. Or something like that. Year. Yeah. I think Carolina is a very different team than it was back then though, too. Yeah, um, I mean, well, but, they yeah. started off 0 and three and then won three straight. So I definitely yeah. think that, you know, that helped them out and they very were able true. to click. I mean, it's a whole different team. It's a whole, you know, yeah. new coaching staff. Very so. young team. Yeah. Very all that stuff. Definitely agree with that. Um yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, I think Tampa is a pretty easy one here. I think do you do you like any of the Giants players to start? Because I'm not starting any of them. No, I, I wouldn't start any of them. Not uh, no one. I, I have. I, you, I don't really think you have much of a reason to. I mean, I think defensively, yeah. they're going to shut down the Giants in every aspect, and Giants defense is not even a question. I don't even know if I don't even know if they'd be an option for you to pick up in your league because I think they should just drop them out of the fantasy altogether. Really, you you don't like their defense at all? Uh, I mean, I'm not. It's just I, I don't think that they really. I mean, I like them in the NFC East, and that's it. Uh, do you like them to win the NFC East? No. Okay. Okay. No, no. I think Philly's got that secured. I mean, obviously they're you know competing for number one right now, but I think once they beat Dallas this week, I think Philly would continue to run away with it. Um, but I just I, I don't like the Giants really at all. I mean, they've they've had a few impressive things that they've done, but nothing's really just won me over yet. What uh? What about the Washington Football Team? You don't think they could compete? They beat the Eagles already. <laughs> I know, I know, no. we're a little on tangent, but okay, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a good with tangent. Washington, yeah. I've had to listen to uh, my whole life when they win a game, <laughs> it's like they won the Super Bowl or they're <laughs> or they're going to the Super Bowl, and when they lose, it's you know fire this guy, fire that guy, fire that guy. So like, I hope that they completely tank and just <laughs> blow themselves up and lose the division somehow. <laughs> It would uh, it would complete my my season. It would make me happy no matter what. Mm. But no, I don't I don't see Washington competing. I think that Philly when they play them again, Philly will dominate them. When they played Philly the first time, Philly was very weak. They didn't have mm. you know they were hurt. They were you know they were short staffed. So I think I don't I don't see that. I mean Washington barely beat or they lost to the Giants. I mm-hmm. mean I I can't I can't trust them. I can't trust any team in this in this division. But if I had to pick one, it'd be Philly. Okay. That's, that's interesting. I mean, I, I, I don't hate any of that assessment. Um, I, I really like Washington's defense. Um, I, I like Kyle Allen last year when he was on Carolina for like half the year. Um, I liked him in Carolina when he yeah. could hold on to the football, but yeah. once his hands decided to shrink and yeah, <laughs> I got true. frustrated. He does feel he's a lot checked down Charlie stuff too with uh, McKissick, who I like, but yeah, definitely. Um, it's definitely interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious how I feel about that. But um, okay, uh, I think we covered all I needed to. Uh, is there anything else you want to hit? I think we did most of it. No, man, I'm pretty sure. I think that was all the stuff I had. <laughs> oh, damn, that was almost two hours. Fuck yeah. Um, I'm into it. Um, do you want to shout out any of your like, social stuff or any of the stuff you do? 
Oh yeah, we got uh, me and my buddy Adam have our own podcast. It's called Four Quarters Podcast. Uh, we just go through different sports. We got talk NFL, college football, NBA, MLB. We really like to cover everything. Uh, we come out episodes every Monday. Spotify, SoundCloud, there's on iHeartRadio, um, Apple Podcasts, uh, and we got we're on Instagram, Twitter uh, at Four Quarters Pod. I think it's Four Quarters Two actually for our social medias, but. Uh, and then for me myself, it's just BJ232K on Twitter. And uh, yeah, that's all the stuff I got. Dope, man. Awesome. Um, I'm glad you came on. I had a really good time. I uh, hope yeah, everything man. is good with you. <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course, dude. All right. Take care. You too. That's it for this episode of the Bacon Game Sports Bar. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And follow Jesse on Twitter at E-S-S-E-J-T-H-E-S-L.